Oh yeah, what's up everybody? It's time for the show you've been waiting for. It's Ed and it's Sean. It's time for the duo that keeps Spider-Man where he belongs. In our pants. It's time for Geeks. And welcome to episode 340 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Welcome to the program. Welcome to the show, everyone. I want to just say, we made it, Ed, because I only had 20% left on my iPod, which is where I do the song from. And I was like, oh, because I've been gone for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't charge it. Yeah, I didn't charge it. So, <laughs> in fact, I actually brought it with me on my trip, and I didn't once use it. <laughs> one of those useless things i was like hey you know what i'll bring it you never know and yeah. and little did i know oh no there i am i didn't use it once <laughs> as i knew i would he packing them going i didn't bring it with me last year so why would i bring it this sure why not right. <laughs> i might have some I, downtime I, I got an extra pocket that i could put something in <laughs> uh for those folks who don't know i work for a uh business and everywhere once a year we have what's called a manager's expo. And I was there. I was in Tennessee. And I made the joke. I was like, I was in Atlanta. I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, the old pickup line. Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. <laughs> but then I realized I can't do that line in Tennessee because everyone's from Tennessee. Are you from Tennessee? Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is where I was at all week. Well, most week. Half the week. Um, so how are you, Ed? Okay. Yeah, and not much. I mean, the food was good. I, I, I think I had my fill and your fill of barbecue. Like, <laughs> I think anything under the sun that could be barbecued and pulled, I had. <laughs> I had, I had pulled, some things you pulled did you want. I had pulled pork. I had pulled pulled chicken. I had a lot of brisket. It was, whew, I'm telling you, oh, oh, going going there, going to Tennessee was not a good idea if you were looking for to like, lose a little weight because <laughs> it was all like just extra stuff um it was it was a fine trip business Good. trip i guess you can kind of say nothing really super exciting happened oh actually that's not true i do have a story that i can share on the air my hotel caught on fire did it yes it did um <laughs> it was my last night i think it was my last night <laughs> um and my phone rings at 3 a.m in the morning and it's one of my coworkers saying hey the building's on fire you might want to come out, you know, and there's no alarms going on in my in my room or anything. There's no, no nothing going off. I kind of was like, you do stop being a dick. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we're supposed to be, we're all leaving early in the morning, you know, not early, early, but dude, really? This is the, the conference prank. It's the it? fucking last night. You're going to pull this shit? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was thinking it, but I'm like, you know what? I, I could just roll over and go back to bed. Um, <clears throat> my roomie, uh, he was still asleep. And I was like, if I don't, the last thing I want to be is a idiot dies in, in, in hotel fire. You're like, I was like, all right, I guess we got to, you know, of course, like, don't use the elevator. You got to use the stairs. I'm on the 15th floor, Ed. Oh. <laughs> so I'm like, well, at least I'm going down. I'm like, oh, motherfucker. I'm like, okay. And I wake up my, my room. I'm like, yo, dude, uh. Apparently, there's a fire in the building. We got to get going. So <clears throat> you take this quick. I'm like, okay, well, there's no alarm. Okay, what do I? Okay, I got to throw a pair of pants on because I was wearing shorts. I'm not going to I'm not gonna go out there in, in you know, sleepy time shorts. Yeah. I, got, I think I got enough time to throw my jeans on, get my sneaks on. 
Um, I grab my phone, obviously. All right. <clears throat> and I'm like, all right, well, let me go downstairs. And we walk down 15 flights of stairs. We get outside. Now, at first, I'm like, before I did that, though, I look out the window. And it looks like fucking Christmas out there. Fire trucks, police, you know, and yeah. the whole nine. And I thought two things. Holy shit, it's actually happening. Holy shit, I hope someone didn't, as a as a, one of those last-ditch goofs, I'm gonna, you know, one of those noobs who's, like, first year at the conference is going to be like, I'm going to do this. It'll be funny. Yeah, the whole county's right. uh, fire department. Right, like, the whole city's fire department's there. Along, like, everyone's out there. I'm seeing lights. I'm going, oh, I guess, I guess we should leave, you know? <laughs> I guess it's time to go. We need to get out of here. So after walking down 15 flights of stairs, we get outside. And, you know, <clears throat> and I could smell smoke. It wasn't okay. like, like you, you, as I get down to, like, not on our floor, but as I started going down the stairwell, I, I smelled it a little bit. And I'm like. Somebody's got barbecue. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking. <laughs> Somebody uh, put a smoker in one of the rooms. Well, part of me is like, okay, well, I'm, I have seat apnea, so I left the CPAP machine there. I'm like, I hope, how am I going to, I hope, I hope. I hope it's over and done with by the time I get outside because I don't want to lose anything. Like, all the stuff that I, all my luggage, like I don't. I, I grabbed my house, like my keys, yeah, and threw them in my pocket. You know, in case if I come back with nothing, at least I have my house keys and my car key. Like you know, <laughs> um, <clears throat> everything else will I'll be fucked with, but at least I can get my own house. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, and I can drive myself home <laughs> if I had to. Um, we get out there, and we were out there for like 15, 15 minutes before they were like, okay, you guys can all go back in. Apparently, what happened was there was an air conditioner that caught on fire. Ah, okay. You know? But the big question was is that only certain people had their fire alarm go off on the floor. So everyone's kind of like, Ooh, shouldn't the whole building have gone? You know, like, wh- why why only, like, I could see, like, the um, maybe the 11th floor, I could see the lights flash in. Like a couple floors above us, the lights are flat. I'm like, hmm, that's weird, right? Of course, next day, like after we go back, I go back to sleep. Right, I'm already asleep. I'm like, oh, fire, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, the next morning, we're checking out, and there is a bunch of IT guys pulling out servers, <laughs> and I'm like, your alarm didn't work the way they wanted it, did it? Huh? Did it? Did it? Huh? <laughs> like, because it's the only thing I could think of is why you would pull out a whole server is because not because of the fire. But because the alarm system didn't work. Yeah. So you have to pull that out and replace it with another one and then do the diagnosis on why it didn't work. Right. And I'm like, the <laughs> shame. <laughs> um, another little interesting tidbit um, where I was at Tennessee, they, everywhere they had the little razor scooters. Yeah. Because apparently you can rent them. Like you people would, like on the corner of, on the corner of the street. Yeah. You could grab one, go into an app, buy, rent it. And be able to go where you need to go using that razor and just leave it when you get to your... It's kind of like a self, uh, like self-Uber, self I guess, you know yeah. what I'm saying? With a little exercise behind it. I was real tempted to do it because there were the... I don't... Maybe it's... Maybe I'm I'm jaded. Not a lot of 24-hour th- uh, things down in the south, you know? Okay. Because Sunday, I think the, there was like a CVS that closes at 6. And I'm like, Really? Fuck, I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. You know, you get you, obviously you get you know breakfast, lunch, and then some dinners uh, right. you know, while you're there. But you know, I'm, I have a hotel room. I'm gonna have to like I need snacks, you know, and something to drink in the morning or yeah. at night while I'm sleeping. Like, if I wake up and dry mouth, 
I don't fountain water. Fuck no, no. <laughs> um, so there was like a CV, a twenty four hour CVS was like a mile and a half away, and it was walking distance. It was going to take like an hour to walk there, and I'm like, I'm not walking an hour to a CVS to get an hour. Yeah, it was like forty nine minutes. You know, because we, we we it was an hour. It was one point five miles away. Now, granted, that was if you Google Map it, yeah. and it tells you like when you hit like you can do walking. It's like oh, forty nine minutes away, and I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden, you feel like fucking. If the average person's foot speed is four miles an hour, and if we, we like, I just felt like oh, no, I got to do math. How fast do I walk? Uh, I, I probably could shave that off to maybe like forty minutes. But I'm like, ah, that's 40 minutes up and 40 minutes back. Fuck that. I'm too old for that. I'll just, I'm like, I started downloading GoPuff. Just like, <laughs> uh, get an app. There's an app for that. Um, we wound up not doing any of that. We wound up, actually, my roommate went to a, a supermarket and grabbed some stuff for me and him. Um, I mean, the town itself, Tennessee is nice. Mm-hmm. I know. There, there's a, a row of bars called on Broadway Street, which is real nice. It's kind of very, very. I guess I was telling you earlier, kind of like um, Mardi Gras, very Bourbon Street esque, where it was like you know you walk down, like hey, I can hear music, live music coming out of a bar, and it's country. What, what city were you in? Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, you give you give see Tennessee. You're oh. in the state, like oh. you're in the city of city of Tennessee. And I'm I, like, I was, I'm thinking oh, that's a pretty big no, city. I was, I was, I was in the heart of. Tennessee. I was I was uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Right. We were at the convention center, and right across the street from the convention center was the um, Country Music Hall of Fame. Okay. You know, I didn't. I walked by the building like a million times, didn't once go in because I didn't have time. Like right. when when you when you do these things, it's all like fucking military clockwork. You got to be here at this time. You're gonna stay to this time. Then you got to go from point A to point B, and you got 15 minutes to get there. But don't worry, we'll we'll incorporate a fifteen minute break at some point of your day, and then there's lunch, and then there's the lunches. The hey for breakfast, here's the bag of eggs that you know scrambled eggs that we just kind of shake up and heat. Right. You know, um, for lunch it was like there there some your generic. I think it was Tuesday was like hey here's fajitas, and I'm like ah no way you expect Taco Bell goes through me like that. I am not having that food, and then proceed to spend the rest of my day walking around sitting in I'll kill everybody (laughs) (laughs) yes he will so I opted there right outside the convention center there was like a little bistro like a pizza shop Mm. Um, I didn't go for the pizza because I was like I didn't it was like a flatbed bread mini pie type thing for like 10 bucks I'm like no so I had like a like a um, a, I had a what do you call it a lemon pepper grilled chicken sandwich Ed. I was very healthy oh yeah that's, <laughs> that's better than chicken <laughs> it's for you well I mean it was it wasn't you know it wasn't tacos no <laughs> it wasn't taco meat it was grilled chicken it's grilled chicken okay the grilled chicken was better but the the probably the, the peppers was probably the one the lemon pepper it was no it was it was it was no gas um I oh, know I had gas because <laughs> I breathe you know um I wasn't too bad, you know. I I kind of my my roomie fell asleep. He didn't really have he didn't like going out. Well, not really. He didn't like going. He just he's not he doesn't go out. So he kind of stayed home and stayed home, stayed at the hotel and gamed on his PC. Um, so by the time I would get back, he was out, and I wasn't like partying up like woo. I mean, <laughs> I was back home at a respectable hour, like ten. You know. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he was either half out or getting ready to go, you know, put out, and then, yeah, and, and then the hotel rooms weren't that great. It wasn't like, you know, have your standard hotel where it's like, hey, here's one bed and another bed. and yeah. This was like, hey, here's a queen-size bed, and you walk in the room and going, who's sleeping where? Because <laughs> there's a queen-size bed, and then there's like a, a pull-out sofa. You're like, really? Like, that sucks. And um, my roommate was kind enough to give me the bed. I was like, awesome. <laughs> I was just like, it's just weird because you figure, you know, most hotel rooms have like if, two, two doubles. Yeah, like if it's going to be a double occupancy, it's yeah. like two full two full size beds or two <laughs> queens or something. You know, this was like one queen size bed and then like a little, The what was nice about the room, it had like a little dine, a little kitchen area because okay. it was a refrigerator a microwave a dishwasher dishes they gave us dishes and everything it was real nice a little living room area with you know with the pull-out sofa was and a big desk and he he was like you can have the bed i just want the desk i was like fair like that's yeah, fair because he wanted to put his his laptop on there so he yeah. can game i was like sure i got no problem with that and then like the bed area and the bathroom was nice um a little weird though is it was to me the hotel was designed for couples or for people having affairs <laughs> because it was because the bathroom <laughs> are you trying to tell us something no because the, the bathroom you walk into the bathroom and it's a big bathroom but the shower was um there was no bathtub it was just a shower and it had a glass pane like a, a big sheet of glass right and then just you just walked in yeah like it was it was weird because it was just like you just walk in and you know your bare ass doing a shower and you can see like your reflection in the mirror and you can see the glass and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, this is just It's like weird. Dristic Kill. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> That's an old movie. Everybody, you have to see it, though. There's a seed. There's a shower seed where there's a glass paint, you know, yeah. like what you're talking about. And the murderer's there. And basically, like, you could see his shoe because it was all right. dark, the outside of it. But it's like you could see the wood shoe sticking out. And it's just like that creepy moment. Like, wait, you're watching me shower? You <laughs> it was weird. I'm just like. I, okay, well, I get it. You know, one bedroom. Okay, I guess it was just. I was like, all right. Um, by the way, no one was hurt in the fire. Okay, I just, I just I'm gonna go back. I kind of figured. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say like, and then seven people. No, I was. No one got hurt. It was. We were. By the time we got downstairs, it was okay. You guys can go back now. I was like, fuck, I could have slept through that. Thanks. Like, <laughs> you know. And then we had to wait for you know to take the elevator back because the elevator was working. I didn't have to take the flight. Then the stairs up. No. The elevators were working again. One elevator out of the three, because the other two elevators were for, um, you know, for fire and rescue. Right. So we had to kind of wait. Like, ding. What floor are you on? Okay, here you go. And and the keys were kind of very futuristic. Again, kind of tapped to the lock. Yeah. You know, I'm not used to that. So it was very like, hey, you know, to the uh, the the, ho- the not only the hotel room key was just tapped it to the lock, but also going up floors on the elevator, you had to kind of rub it uh, you know yeah it was disney disney now with their bracelets they have that for their hotels oh, okay. so you would you would so if like you're like so that way if you're carrying extra stuff oh. yeah wink wink you can just use your wrist because it's like a watch like gotcha. a watch, and you could just mickey to mickey is that what they put it because it's, <laughs> mickey mickey. <laughs> it's a head of mickey's head on one on your wrist and everywhere else so every time you see the mickey you could just put your wrist to right it. You, can gotcha. even, you put it set up a credit card ahead of time on that and then they charge so you know it's easy and convenient yeah that's yeah sure yeah um, so yeah but I, I know i know exactly what you're talking about though with the with the card thing so that's I thought that's it. It's like neat. neat I mean, idea. it was neat. Don't get me wrong. It was neat, but it was a little, 
a little frustrating only when the fact that like you didn't know they they don't they never give you any directions. Right. It was like okay, you're in, you're in floor fifteen. Okay, how come my button's not working? What the like? And then I had a, like I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? And then somebody came in and did it to theirs. I was like. Something that I could have known when I was getting my fucking key. Well, I should have mentioned that, to you? You know, but there yeah. was there was some trouble with the hotel getting our rooms. Like I landed at, um, I think I got to the hotel at maybe lunchtime. I didn't see my room until like dinner time. Okay, you know, because they're like, oh no, the rooms aren't ready yet. Uh, but there was a couple people in my group in my in, on my team that landed at eight o'clock in the morning. Now, granted, when you get there at 8 o'clock in the morning, you don't really expect the room to be ready. Right. But they got their room just before I did. So all day long, they're they're stuck with their luggage going from place to place, kind of wheeling shit around. Luckily, really? Yeah, because they, at some point, valet offered to put their stuff in, like, their coat room. Yeah. You know, they're like, you know, sorry, we'll, we'll take your stuff and we'll put it here for now. And then when your room's ready, you can come get it. You know, I was like, all right, thanks. Wow. It was, there was. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> I, you know what? Part of me wants to blame my company for this because we got an email saying how they, they recently redrew district lines. So some people who might have been roomies who aren't in the same district are now split. So they kind of had to redo some of the rooms and some of the hotels. Uh. Instead of just leaving it as is. They decided to, I think, try to change it, which I think caused the hotel to be a little confused about where people were going. Yeah, and people who were, you know, it was, it was, it was a mess. A good thing I, you know, no one, no one got super angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was my, uh, that was my, my, my week. How was yours? Uh, you know, I, I mean, it wasn't too exciting. Um, I, I like because I have who are. Uh, uh, Roku. Roku, yeah. I have so much entertainment. I have like ADD now of uh, enter- <laughs> entertainment. Okay. Um, a couple weeks ago, I saw this documentary. I highly recommend. It. I've actually seen it twice now. I've, I've watched it again. It's called Milios. John Milios is, is the name. It's a documentary based on his life. Da- John Milios was a guy who came out of the same school as Spielberg, Lucas, okay, all I'm... the big directors of that time, right? And he actually helped like with a lot of dialogue like the uh robert shaw scene in jaws where he's talking about the annapolis right you know he wrote that okay you know and then because you know spielberg called him up and goes you know i needed i need help with this dialogue and over the phone basically he wrote it down while he's telling him john millis is telling spielberg this you know and they and the the documentary has lucas and spielberg and uh, uh and he he wrote a lot of movies like that and and uh and directed some movies but uh, Red Dawn he directed okay uh uh he did Conan the the Barbarian the really the first one yeah oh wow okay uh he did uh Dirty Harry he wrote that one all right um then there's like a slew of of things that he's like helped write like co-write written like okay. a, there's a list of movies uh, he, he he's still alive but he had a, he had a massive stroke and oh. he can't longer speak. And that was the thing. Like he was the type of guy that he was a storyteller, so he liked to tell people right. stories, that kind of thing. And now he can't do that anymore. So that's kind of like why they yeah. did this documentary. But it was really fascinating because, like I said, George Lucas was there, right. Spielberg was there, Clint Eastwood was there. There was a bunch of actors and, yeah. and, and their directors that were there that was talking about him. 
that really and they show interviews of him like being interviewed for different things and gotcha. all that but like I said I highly recommend it it was like an hour and a half um, it was really good I saw um, Men in Black International okay I really wish I had, they had the little thing to make me forget that I saw it <laughs> it wasn't that good it was it was wasn't good at all <laughs> it wasn't horrible but it also had not it, I didn't like Chris Hemsworth can be funny yeah, you know, um, the girl who plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok is also in this movie too. They play like they work together. Yeah, you'd think it was their first time working together because it had zero chemistry. Like it just didn't. It, it's for whatever reason it just didn't work for me. It was I was, well, I'm watching Chris Hemsworth try to be funny, and maybe that's I don't, I don't know. It just it just I was like, all right, well I saw it. <laughs> that was my. It was well. The the I like I like I like I said before. I don't know if Chris Hemsworth uh, as really funny. You know, like like I think he can act funny, right? You know, like type of thing. But like when you when you have him rifting, uh, I, like like I watched the Ghostbusters like document like behind the scenes, right. like deleted scenes and stuff, and they were like rifting and stuff. He basically they basically give him the line, and he just kind of does. He, he can regurgitate real well. He can regurgitate, and it's funny, you know, right. that way. Because there's a couple times he's laughed at a couple things. And you see those, you know, bloopers and all. But I mean, like comparatively to the rest of them riffing, I right. think he was the funniest one doing it. But like I said, they gave him the lines. Right. It wasn't like he was coming up with the stuff off right. the top. He wasn't quick. He yeah. was just regurgitating what was said yeah. to him. Yeah. So I mean, like, like if the script's not that good, right? You know, he's not. Gonna yeah, be- I'm gonna say that probably the script wasn't that. It was just meh, as a movie. I'm trying to think, did I see anything else? Um. I did watch the first episode of the new Dark Crystal that dropped on Netflix on Friday. Me too. I watched the first 45 <laughs> minutes of it before I started falling asleep. Really? Yeah. I thought it was good. I it was, was kind of boring. <laughs> I, it, it was build up. I mean, the, the first episode was a lot of build up, and I think sure. gonna, I think the second episode is the same way. But I mean, like like I like the Dark Crystal original movie. Like 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 I remember of, sort of enjoying the the movie. And and it, that's the thing. Like I don't think if you you didn't see it or you you were like half interested in Dark Crystal, I don't think you're gonna like the series at all. Like that's that. I mean, I'm okay with the puppets. I'm I'm I, for me, it's the hey, that's uh, Sigourney Weaver doing the voice or hey that's the it's Tegger Taron Egerton or Egert it's the guy from, from Rocket Man Elton John he's uh he's in it and oh that is totally Mark Hamill like you know <laughs> like you could come that's I'm playing that game in the first episode <laughs> like like hey oh oh I know that voice that's that's you yeah. know and I'm like all right puppets got it story all right I'm I'm here just I started tapering off like forty five minutes into that hour. I was like, "She's kind of sleepy," you know. Um, I'll probably finish at least. You know, I'm going to try to get through it. Mm. Maybe it will pick up, but at, at first, I'm like, uh, <laughs> "It's it's it's kind of kind of hard for me to." I'm trudging through it. I think I oh, you know what? I, was, I also started. I started Carnival Row. That's the. Um, Orlando Bloom, oh, uh, where he played it's like you know fairy folk and that's on Netflix as well, isn't it? Or no, no? it's it's uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, okay. Yeah. Uh, first episode was pretty good. I haven't. Stacy and I started watching it last night. We started watching the second one, but she was getting sleepy because it was like real late at night. 
So I was like, okay, well, we'll just continue on. That was interesting because it's, you know, unlike there was language, nudity, blood, you know, gore, (laughs) (laughs) stuff you won't see in puppet land. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else did you do? Um, I, I, like I said, I have ADD, so I started watching um, more Robotech because I I haven't finished watching that series. I've I've been like off and on watching that series and all. And I'm watching it, and I'm kind of it was kind of like, you know, I enjoy Robotech, but you know what I really want to see is Star Blazers. Like, oh, okay. you know, like to me it was like like the the back in the '80s, like the early '80s when I was a kid, which was, was those two shows were on, mm-hmm. and you kind of go back and forth, and it was like some some fans were Robotech fans, and yeah, some were Star not. Blazers fans, and what I was not a Robotech fan. Okay, yeah. So you know, so I'm I've been like searching and searching, trying to find. Battle of the Planets. No. Star Blazers. Star Blazers. Star Blazers. I'm thinking G Force. Yeah. <laughs> right. I found I found Star Blazers. Okay. Or Battle of the Planets. Sorry. Right. No, Battle of the Planets. No, Battle of Planets is G Force. Right. You're you're right. You're I right. I did find that one. I told because I told or, you where to find it. Ship Yomamoto. Yeah. <laughs> so what I didn't realize like because i was going through like ebay and, and all this stuff, and I was like trying to find copies at work and streaming on a streaming service, uh-huh. that kind of thing. I actually have a copy <laughs> sitting on my shelf. I actually have two copies. Really? I have the Japanese version oh. and the American version. Okay, bootlegs? Yes. All right. Of course. All right. <laughs> <What> the fuck? I can't afford what they charge, the, the actual prices for these things. They're all like 100 bucks, wow. like 120 bucks or something like that. I found it on, on Amazon, and I'm like, I'm like, Nah, I don't. <laughs> it's not that important, you know. Right. Hundred dollars for their game of some part of my childhood. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually started watching that, and I and, and I I <laughs> can't go back. You can go back, uh-huh. but you 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 appreciate it in a different way now. Okay, because you go, holy crap! The drama in this show <laughs> was so like these are drama queens. <laughs> the emotion that they're trying to portray from like that because it was 1970s when that was right, made you know, right. I think it was 74 something like that we did see it in the 80s in America but like to see it was so it was so epic and it was just like I mean they're really, it was like really over over emphasizing you know like the anger or the frustration or the I am so angry <laughs> And it's and, you know it's 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 a it's a it's an, it's a, an animated right. show you know it's anime so it's animated you're like oh but it's still interesting like like All I can't right. I can't you know like like I remember like every episode it was like so good so but watching that uh, I had a GI Joe fix for a while so I was watching those GI Joe shows <laughs> right. uh, it was another documentary I saw it was really good and I just can't remember the name of that so it wasn't that good. You know what I started to? I also started to. CNN's got that the movies. I actually actively searched it on demand, <laughs> <laughs> and it started off with the eighties. I'm like, all right, prime. That's prime real estate for me. Yeah, it's like two hours of them talking about like how movies, how this movie was influential in other movies, or how movies progressed from the seventies to this. It was it was interesting, like I, you know, with the stuff that they touched on, because you, you know you can't go through ten years in two hours. Right. You kind of hit on like you know the themes, because they didn't talk about like Lethal Weapon. They talked a little bit about Die Hard, how you know how he redefined a, an action movie genre. Right. You know, but then how they you know they talk about um, Schwarzenegger and Stallone and um, 
you know, I think there's a, there's a fun, cute little clip of Schwarzenegger dressed in Predator, like he's got the the makeup, you know, the, right. the grease paint on, and he's like, you know, about these movies, you won't see, you know, you'll you'll have movies like you know Commando and Predator and and Rambo because he you know he he talks about Sylvester Stallone like how these guys are you can't have Dustin Hoffman doing Commando, you need guys like us, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I'm like, uh, that's true. You know, you can't you, you can't have Robert De Niro be the Terminator. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you Sarah Connor? Are you Sarah Connor? Uh, you must be Sarah Connor. Like <laughs> they talk about Raging Bull, and they have Robert De Niro talking about how you know, like how he how he put on weight and all that stuff. Um, they talked about Spielberg, you know, for a ni- nice chunk because he defined him, Lucas. They defined the Inzemeckis. They defined the eighties. Yeah, you know, they talked about. Um, who framed Roger Rabbit that there was like they must have been crazy to even try to do that movie because Tom Hanks is also he's the executive producer you know he's like they have him on camera going there's a scene behind the scenes at this bar you have Donald Duck playing a piano with, with you know Daffy Duck and you know then there's Penguin serving drinks and if you look at behind the scenes that's all hand drawn animation so when you're looking at the set and they show you the behind the scenes set of like you know just cups going by with nothing you know like all on all wires and stuff he's like this is before green screen this is before like these were all practical effects yeah he's like this stuff was never done before you know and, and Robert Zemeckis they tell him he's like you know I don't know what we were thinking it was ballsy for us to make this attempt and he's like if if it wasn't for Bob Hoskins believing everything that he saw yeah. in, in his own eyes the movie would have been a bomb because he's like half the stuff he's he's acting with nobody you know, legitimately nobody there. He's, you know, he'll grab something and he'll have a wire and he'll pull something towards him. That's it. You know, yeah. it was, he's like, it's, the magic of that movie is all in Bob's performance because outside of that, if, if if he doesn't believe it, nobody believes it. Right. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, it's true. You know, like, it's a good well, point. There was, a, there was an article uh, uh, a little while ago. I don't, know, I don't know how long ago it was and I read it. It was the fact that Bob Hoskins was seeing things after that movie was made because he had to really develop, like, <laughs> right. like like he believed it and saw it and he thought he saw Roger Rabbit a couple times like <laughs> after the shooting was way done like wow. a couple of years later so I'm, like, d- I'm doing them Super Mario Brothers and all of a sudden I think I see Roger Rabbit right. <laughs> it's like those bizarre things happen it's right. like you know but they like I think uh, uh, what's his name the the guy who won a lot of Oscars uh, Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel Day-Lewis has that same kind of problem because uh-huh. he's such a method actor that he believes certain things like he was Lincoln for a while and like you know <laughs> he was they worried about getting shot and that kind of thing wow that, that that's a pretty good series if you like movies like, like tonight I'll probably here I'll probably watch like episode two right. you know just to kind of because I'm curious to see it. like I I always like those kind of like hey pa- repackage my childhood in a nice two hour block so I can go <laughs> yeah I remember that <laughs> yeah okay like sure and then I can move about my life <laughs> right. in and out Anything else exciting? Um, like I said, it was just it was a lot of like a lot of collecting of movies and stuff. Like I was, you know, I was buying up things and all. Like I, uh, the last one I purchased, I bought was the RoboCop series. Oh the, yeah, the original three uh, trilogy movies. I, I, I snagged them right before the, the the reboot came out. Yeah, I got the reboot actually a while ago. Oh, okay, and uh, uh, like it was like actually last night I saw it. That was like for like fifteen bucks. I'm like, oh, for three movies, five bucks a piece, short. Yeah, and I got digital codes with it because it wasn't Ooh. Blu-ray; it was just DVD. Uh, uh. And I'm like, you know, because I'm like, I have a hard time finding it. I've been looking for it for a while, right. and I'm like, oh wait, all three movies in one box, like perfect for fifteen. I'm in. 
And then I opened it up. I'm like, oh, digital codes. Uh-huh. Like, even, even better. <laughs> it's like collecting baseball cards. Ooh, digital content. Now, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, what I've life. been doing. Life and what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah, because it's pretty much work or... or uh, or other things, but uh, generally that's uh, pretty much it. We've been, uh, I, well, you know, I know nobody else really cares, but I lost uh, enough weight that I bought new pants. Good job. And I, I usually wear a size 44. Oh, now yeah. I'm wearing a size 36. Oh, congratulations. Uh, I, I ironically went down two pants size as well and didn't nice. know it. I, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. I stumbled upon mine because right before my trip, Stacey's like, you need new jeans. I was like, okay. So when I found the, uh, I'm I'm also I'm a label whore. I have to wear Levi's. I can't wear anything else outside of Levi's. Right. So up at one of the malls, they have a Levi's kind of like a store. Uh, uh. And I was like, oh, I'll go there. And they didn't have normally. I take a 46. I'm wearing a 42 right now. Nice. Yeah. I'm like woohoo. That was I was very impressed. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations to you. Thank That's you. really good. I stumbled upon it. I was like, well, that's weird. I, I didn't realize it. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's all that clean living that Stacey's cooking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we kind of sort of was doing the, the – the, you were doing Weight Watchers. I was doing the, the very dirty keto. <laughs> dirty keto. <laughs> dirty keto. Yeah, it's like Sean likes it dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, sounds like a poor Japanese porno. <laughs> dirty keto. Why is the dirty keto? Hey, <laughs> hey. That's where you take a samurai sword, lube it up, and you take the handle and you jam it down your throat. Oh, you thought I'd go somewhere else. No. <laughs> <laughs> that we take a chopper stick and put it in the pee-pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> extreme dirty keto. That's extreme dirty keto. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yes, you too. All right. So uh, what else outside that? Uh, you know... Y- you know, I've been thinking about this because we have two weeks off. So, you know, yeah, you're thinking about it, think about it, think about it. And I'm like, no, nah, I forget. Oh, like, yeah, my life's kind of boring. Sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of dull this yeah. last two weeks. I doubled down on snoozing. <laughs> <laughs> I, this week, I doubled down on naps. <laughs> I did my job, came home, and took a nap. And next thing I know, I woke up and I was like, oh, it's time for dinner. Then after dinner, I took another nap and I woke up and I was like, time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, so then, uh, well, then, what's been in the movie theaters, or what's coming out? Because I know, did you go to the movie theaters? No, I haven't been to movies in a while, and uh, you know, I'm kind of like thinking about going, but I, I don't know what's uh, really coming out. But let's see what the top five movies All are. Right. Uh, number five was a number three movie of last week. It was Overcomer, made five point seven million over the weekend and seventeen point two overall in the uh, two weeks release. Now, I guess it's a $5 million budget. So, all right, it's made its money. I don't have no right. idea what Overcomer is. So, uh, Number four, we're still number four. The Fast and Furious Presents, Hobbs and Shaw. I said it to Calvin and Calvin Hobbs again. Uh, that made $6.28 million over the weekend and $157 million overall in the two, five weeks release with a $200 million budget. All right. <laughs> so that's not doing really well. Uh, it's still in the top five, but it's uh, it's still not making the money. Uh, number three was the number five movie last week, so it went up six point seven million dollars. That's The Lion King, uh, and uh, total gross is five hundred and twenty million point nine million, five twenty point nine million. Sorry, in the seven weeks release with a two hundred sixty million dollar budget. So, 
Lion King one and a half. Coming All right. Out. <laughs> okay. I should do a Lion King one and a half live action. That would be, be kind of neat. Yeah. I mean, I, it's one of my favorite cartoons. <laughs> it's great. If those people haven't seen it, Lion King one and a half is basically a retelling of Lion King through the eyes of Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is really, really good. Especially when you find out why they all knelt at the beginning. It's great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two is still number two. The uh, Good Boys. It made nine point one million over the weekend and fifty six point one overall in the three weeks release with a twenty million dollar budget. And uh, number one is number one. The Angel has fallen, or Angel has fallen. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Uh, Eleven point five million over the weekend and forty point six overall in the two weeks release with a forty million dollar budget. So it's starting to make money. Okay. I can't believe they actually made two sequels to that Olympus has fallen. <laughs> it's like the bodyguard, right? Or the, the well, he the original movie. It's Olympus has fallen. He plays um, a guy who tried. To, he, it's Gerard Butler. He tried out for the Secret Service and didn't get in. Um, so, but he's working for the government, just not as a Secret Service, not guarding the president as something else. Right. Well, some shit goes south, and it, it's it's the White House gets taken over by terrorists, and he is the one man that goes in to save the president and everybody else. Right. Of course, becomes the hero, and you're like, okay, end the movie. A couple years later, they have London is Fallen, which is him, who's now working for the CIA, for working for um, Secret Service, and the president, who's played by Morgan Freeman. Um, he is, they, what do you call it? They're in London for whatever reason, and oh shit, things pop off. I didn't see this one. Yeah. And of course, you know, it's I got to save the president, and of course, save everybody else, I guess. You know, right. well, this one is Angel is Fallen. It's where. Something happens, and I guess there's an attack on the president, again, played by Morgan Freeman. Yeah. And except Gerard Butler's character is blamed for it. So he's on the run while trying to find out who did it and why, how he get framed for it. It's the one-armed man. It's kind of like the fugitive a little bit. It kind of reminded me of Taken 3, though. Taken 3 was the same thing, where it was like Liam Neeson's character gets blamed for his wife's murder. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I don't know if Morgan Freeman dies, but in 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 Angel's Fallen, but I'm still like Now well, based on the based on the trailer, it seemed like you didn't. They just you know He saves them and then they gotta figure out, you know, I'm on the run, well I gotta figure out who's after me and you know, I, does he have the president with him? Because then maybe he's accused of not only trying to assassinate the president, but also kidnapping the president. Right. Fascinating. Fascinating. All right. So what else? What's uh, going on video Blu ray? Don't do two weeks. Blu-ray. I'm trying to think. Um, I know. Um, I just. I really want to just go through the real quick. Just all right. The highlights, not highlights? all of them. Okay. highlights. That's all. Highlights. So Rocket Man came out. Okay. Rocket Man was a God, good movie. Godzilla King of Monsters came out. I watched that. I saw that. It was really good. Okay. Really good. Okay. All right. Uh, the Secret Life of Pets two. I saw that. That was cute. But the Banana Splits movie. I haven't seen that yet. I want to see if I can find it. <laughs> and finally, for last week, Flesh Gordon's coming to Blu-ray for the first time. Flash? Flesh. 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 The soft porn? Dis- yes. Wow. That made the list. Wow, that's weird. Okay. What else? So this week, uh-huh. coming out this Tuesday, Men in Black International. That's yeah. That's the only reason I, I, I saw it as, you know, oh, farted. Hi, welcome home. Um... <laughs> It's because I have the fire stick. There's the ability, like, when, when I see a movie coming out on video, like, um, excuse me, John Wick 3 is coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah, I know, because it's a video on demand. So I'm like, there'll be a good bootleg copy of that somewhere. You know, 
All right, so what else? Uh, Ma is coming out this Tuesday. That's that uh, like high school kids or college kids are hanging out with this woman. Yeah, it looks kind of like a horror Ma. movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she like she's basically like you don't tell anybody or whatever. Yeah, and, I don't know. About- or you, you can't leave that kind of thing. So she starts terrorizing those kids and all. all um, right. Batman 80th. 80th anniversary 18 film collection is coming out this Tuesday. 18 films. 18 right, films. Right, right, okay. I have the list. Okay, hold on. Okay, let, let's let me let me uh, let me see if I can name them all. Okay. Okay. Is Batman 66 the movie on there? No. No. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna go with the 89 Batman. Nope. 89 Batman's not on there. Mm-mm. Are any of the Tim Burton Batman's on there? No. Any of the no the Christopher Nolan movies in there? No. So there is 80 movies out there. 18. 18 movies out there that don't star any of the more modern versions of Batman. So, okay, I'm, okay, I'm, all right, let's hear them. You know them. Is, are, the an, you, are they animated ones? That's the one. Oh, so it's the animated collection. Okay. Batman, Mask of the Phantasm, Batman, Mystery of the Batwoman, Batman, Gotham Knight, Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, Batman Under the Red Hood, Superman, Batman, Apocalypse. That's good. Batman Year One. All right. Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, Part One and Two. Okay, good, good. Son of Batman, Uh Assault on uh, Batman, Assault on Arkham. Batman versus Robin. Batman, Bad Blood. Batman, The Killing Joke. Batman, The Return of the Cape Crusaders. Batman and Harley Quinn. Batman Gotham by Gaslight, and finally Batman Ninja. Wow, that's a that's a hell of a box set. Do you have all those? I movies? think I do have all of them. I have the, all those movies. So. I'm like, yeah, oof, wow, I could have just saved time. All right, <laughs> all right. What uh, else? Uh, Rambo gets the 4K uh, treatment this week. They released a Rambo Ram Rambo the Last Blood trailer. I have yet to see. They released it though. Yeah. I, I I know he takes on the cartel. Yes, but outside of that, I haven't actually watched any it, of it. it. I've seen the I've seen the trailer. It yeah. looks interesting. It does nothing like there's to the, me. It's nothing like Rambo. Oh, like, okay. You know, like I think. Does it go back to First Blood though? Because First Blood was more of a drama, like more of a like it was. It's more of an action movie. Okay. Okay. So that's how you have to look at it. Like based on the scenes I've seen, I don't know. If that's right. like That the all, all the scenes, all the scenes in that two minute well, trailer that, is that, like all the action scenes you're going to see in the two hour movie. That last Rambo movie was was, was a lot of action. <laughs> so like to me, but like the, the look of it, uh-huh. it looks just like a Sylvester Stallone, Sylvester Stallone action movie. Hey, yo, it's me, Rambo. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it could have been Rocky, you know. Like, hey, me, Rocky, I'm getting revenge. Hey, you know? Rocky is Rocky is me, Rambo, and uh, we're gonna get me Cobra. <laughs> hey, well, and finally, uh, is Scooby Doo? Where are you? The complete series is coming out on Blu-ray. Oh uh, yeah, that's what comes with the uh, the special haunted mansion packaging. Yes. Yeah. You know? All right. All right. Well, that's interesting. All right. What else you got there, Ed? Video games. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, coming out September 3rd is the Final Fantasy VIII Remastered by Square Enix for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. All right. Then we have Catherine Full Body by Sega oh, okay. of America, Inc. for the PS4. That's uh, this third. I think it's Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Uh, Phoenix Point by Snapshot Games for the PC and Xbox One for September 3rd, Tuesday. All right. Root Letter, The Last Answer for the PS4 and Switch. And that's coming out in September 3rd, Tuesday. All right. Spyro Reignited 
uh, Reno reinitiated. Sorry, uh, no reignited. Reignited. Right? Reignited. Reignited. Switch. Fire reignited trilogy by Activision for the PC and Switch, and that's coming okay. out on Tuesday. All right. Then we have WRC8 by Maximum Games for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and that is on Thursday. Wait. Okay, yeah, well, probably Friday. Is it the 6th? 5th. Okay, so it'll it be Thursday. Fifth, yeah. uh, for the 6th, the Friday, Creature in the Wall by Flight School Studio for the PC, Xbox One, and Switch. Okay. And NBA 2K20 by 2K for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, and that is Friday. Oy. And that is all the games coming out this week. All right. I think, yeah. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, all right. Well, then... Uh, Let's get to some news. Um, awesome. Okay, well, let's start off with um, um, Patricia Quinn. Do you know they've finally given the new James Bond movie a new title? No, I did not know that. It is called The Next James Bond Movie is Ready? No Time to Die. <laughs> no Time to Die. Uh, Dan and I've got no time to die. There you go. That's the new title. No time to die. Well, that's gonna be a- James Bond. We got to be a, what's his face? Um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is James Bond in No Time to Die. <laughs> they. That sounds like a cheesy title. Like it really. Well, does. It sounds like a James Bond title. It's James Bond no, twenty five. No, see, see, like, like, like with with Bond, like. Casino Royale and uh, uh, Spectre and Skyfall. Those were kind of like... Sure, but let's go back a little bit. With it, um, You Only Die Twice? You Only Live Twice? Right, but... but Octopussy? Only, right. That, <laughs> no, but they, that's like... To me, those were like... They, there was there were times where it's like, you know, they, they took it very seriously. Like, like Doctor... You do a kill. <laughs> There's, but that's to say, like there was cheese factor, like like sure. the Timothy Dalton ones. They were cheesy. License to kill, right? They're, they were Timothy Dalton. Just, you know, the the it it got less and less serious, especially when like you know when uh, uh, Roger Moore was Bond. You know, like, cock the pussy. Yeah, cock the pussy. And then like you only live twice. That was the that was the end towards the end of uh, right. uh, uh, Sean Connery's run. Yeah, you know, and then like when he did uh, Diamonds Are Forever. I mean, Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, all right. You know, I mean, it was like, I think he was just kind of like joking around, you know. I don't know. You know, like, I'm getting a paycheck. What do I care? I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, (coughs) it just sounds like, yeah, they don't care anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No time to die. Uh, We got no time for titles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, okay, that sounds kind of good, but I don't know if that'll work as a title. But what about Live and Let Die? Oh, that's good. Those those always popped off the thing we got. No time to no time to die. <gasps> Cut print perfect. Put that on a poster. What do we got? I don't know. We'll just make it black. No time to die. The thing, the thing is, probably was like a deadline, and they probably gave them. I was like, <laughs> like twelve a.m. This title has to be put into you know thing, and they're typing on a computer, and it's like eleven fifty nine and thirty oh, seconds. Oh my god, we got no time for a title. I don't know. Let's start thinking. No time for lunch. No time for. Paychecks. No time. Oh my God, we're so dead. Oh my God, I'm gonna die. No time. No time to die. That sounds good. Break it. Send it off. Oh, we love that title. We're gonna use that one. Whew. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah, it does. That's terrible. Um, 
Well, okay, you saw Hush. We saw Hush. Yes. Ben, okay. Now, one of the things that bothered me was that I felt like they, while if I didn't know the source material, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But knowing the source material, I mentioned that I felt like it should have had a different bad guy in it mm-hmm. you know, or a different resolution. Mm-hmm. I think Warner Brothers Animation not, didn't listen to me, clearly. Right. But they're putting stuff out of order because apparently DC is developing Death in the Family animated movie. That is the one where Joker kills Jason Todd. Right. Um, but I don't know if it's going to be Jason Todd because it might be Damien. Because right now, Damien's currently Robin. Right. Um, let's see. Okay, here is written. This is Warner Brothers Animation has been adapting numerous classic DC comics for the screen. Uh, they may be about to uh, trick another se- seminal storyline off the list. Ch- tick off another one. As we got this covered, has been informed that an animated adaptation of Batman, Death in the Family, is in development. Uh, it was written by uh, Jim Starling and illustrated by Jim Aparo in 1988. The arc's infamous for featuring the kidnapping, torture, and eventual murder of Jason Todd, the second Robin, at the hands of the Joker. Fans will know that the gruesome end for the sidekick was voted by bloodthirsty readers, although, of course, Todd was eventually resurrected and became the anti-hero Red Hood. Um, if you don't believe that death, the death of a family is becoming a movie, it's, there was words from Batman and Joker themselves. Back in 2016, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy teased those at Canada's Fan Expo that both Hush and Death of the Family um, adaptations were in the works. The Batman Hush movie has finally came out last month, so it makes sense that this long, gestating death animated effort is is next on the agenda. Uh, it's worth pointing out, however, that Hamill and Conroy, Conroy may not be involved with the project, neither are, are featured in Hush, despite being the ones that first announced it. Uh, that said, there's nothing to say they won't be starring in it either. In any case, DC Animated continues with Wonder Woman Bloodline, which is set to release in October. Um... What do you think, Ed? Well, if it, it, hopefully they hopefully they learn something from Hush because I hope they got negative feedback because I I never read Hush. Right. Like, I don't remember reading Hush, and I don't think I have. And and you know I'm trying to was trying to think about it. And I think I said to you while the movie was while we were watching the movie, I said I think I already know who the bad guy is. Right. Like I think. Like the setup, like of, of all the tropes right, of, there's of how, how how you see things, you go, I already know who the bad guy is. Like like you you, you kind of figure it out. And, Mystery solved, right. right? And and I was okay with that. Like even though figuring that out like ahead of time, like right. going, yeah, I was fine with that. You know, like right. like I'll I'll I can't wait for the ride now. Like right, it's the journey, not the destination right. kind of thing. When you watch these things, and then when they gave us the reveal who the villain was, you go, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, right, right. that was terrible. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and then, of course, you you agreed that, you know. You right, know, I told you how it is in the comics. comics. Yeah. And then you go, and I go, yeah, well, then that's the way I thought it was going to go. In and it, fact, that version of Hush is actually in Arkham City because there's a moment where you meet Hush in, like, this window kind of like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, then, and it's, spoiler, Thomas, um, Thomas Elliot, you know, not the Riddler. <laughs> yeah, that's a big spoiler. Uh, and and I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of not upset that we spoiled that because <laughs> it was. I mean, when you when you, especially the the whole setup on how like you know it it turned right. out the, the ending, it was just kind of like 
did they just last minute write that? Like, I, I yeah, I have no idea. It, it, it was like I'm like I'm like I hope that didn't take long for them to develop because that was just terrible. Yeah, I, I don't under, I don't get it. I'm like, uh, I just don't understand. But, I'm like I'm like they had some masterpieces and that was a masterpiece. And I feel like if they would have announced if they would have introduced Jason Todd, um, in the in this version of Batman and not Damian Wayne yet. I think it, they might have been able to pull that off, you know. Like if they have, or they're if or like I don't know how they're going to do. That. Are they going to kill off Damien? Or are they going to? Are they going to? It's going to be a, a like a side thing where it's going to. I, I think it's going to be a side thing. You I think, think? It's just, yeah, because the last few like the Gotham by Gaslight had nothing to do with those characters, right. and uh, um, you know, like like the, the the way the story arc was going was like that same way with all the characters. But lately, they've been switching it up with different stories that they've got. Well, we can't have the same group of people, like con- you know, like uh, characters. So I think they're, they're hopefully they're going to do it like individually, and like in a way, like maybe do an extended where you shine a show why people killed right. Jason Todd, like because he was a dick and nobody liked him, and that was the, <laughs> you know, the reason. So hopefully they do that. But I, you know, never know. I mean, I mean, you could say so they they did that to hush. I don't know. You know, yeah, it's hard to say what they're going to do for for death in the family because that was a. That, I mean, that was a. That that's, was that yeah. was a that was one of those stories. Like the, there was the few stories in DC that were like there was stuff that was good that was really good that you go that was awesome and I, I enjoyed that. But there was some stuff that was like more shock value of the time, right. and you and you go that was the most unbelievable thing ever done that they you they pulled off and you go they fucking went too far and it was like but like afterwards you go i'm glad they did it right like you know it was like it, it wasn't mundane anymore it wasn't you know it was like really hard driven stuff and you go you know of course then you realize that they'll come back anyway and right you yeah know. It's, it's, well, welcome, <laughs> we know the character welcome to comics <laughs> who's on our dead list because that's how i feel like like they have like a list of names and they look up and they go hey you know what we haven't brought you know like he died right. like in you know in 2012, we can bring him back now. It's been five yeah, years, it's been five years, seven years. You know, let's do that. You know. Come on back. Uh, all right, Ed. Uh, let's talk a little Disney. Sounds awesome. Uh, Disney's throwing a grown-up Halloween party this year. Yes. Did you hear about this? No, I haven't. Oh, right. No idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, um, let's see. Is it? It's a new party. It's called Oogie Boogie's Bash. Will debut in Disney California Adventure Park this September. Okay, it's like Mickey's Halloween Party, but with some major upgrades, especially in the villain department. The Nightmare Before Christmas inspired event is jam packed with rides, Oogie Boogie, and all his villain friends. Um, let's see, there's going to be booze involved. Uh, let's see the, <laughs> um, let's see the food and booze. Carthay Circle, it's the iconic movie palace and chic restaurant. Yes. We'll be showcasing some serious digital enhancements. The outside of the building will be engulfed in Maleficent Vines. But once you step inside, things just get crazy, huh? The restaurant will be transformed into an immersive haunted experience complete with sounds and illusions. Um, it, it, you know, obviously, alcohol is going to be involved. Oogie Boogie Bash has a wholesome family goodness of Disney Plus alcohol. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, after dancing your hearts out in the new Descendants inspired Descend Dance Party, uh-huh. 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 you can make your way over to Oogie Boogie's Bash Hallmark Treat Trails. 
You can snag some candy from the cauldrons casually lining the path as you make your way down the villain-ridden lane. Then, armed with a pillowcase full of snacks, head over to the villainous World of Color show, Frightfully Fun Parade, or Mickey's Treat or Treat Trick or Treat show. Make sure to hit the revamped and spooktacular Redwood Creek Challenge Trail with your, while you're there, too. Ho-ho! <laughs> Oogie Boogie Bash is open for a limited time only, though, Ed. It's September 17th through October 31st. The party requires special admission, so the tickets are going to cost anywhere between $110 all the way up to a whopping $145 per person and can be bought at Disneyland.com. Yeah. Ah, there you go. There's, there's, there's the, there it is. There's the Disney magic for you. And then you booze, booze, booze. All right. So since we're on the Disney train, Disney Plus announces compatible devices for launch. Special D twenty three offer and international pricing plans. Yeah. Uh huh. Have you heard D three? The only problem with going away is that sometimes shit happens right when you're leaving. Yeah. Um, D three happened to be one of them, and also uh, there's another news article that I will bring that. I think everyone's talked to, and we're just coming late to the party. Yeah, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll chit chat about that. Right. Um, okay. Well, as everyone knows, everyone probably has their calendars already circled. November twelfth. That's when Disney Plus hits the streaming war. Yes. Um, it's going to be a massive assembly of movies and TV shows that you won't be able to watch on any other streaming platform. On top of that, it brings competitive price point that undercuts some of their biggest competitors. Ed. Yes. But do you have a device that will allow you to use it? I hope well, so. Well, if you rely on Amazon Fire devices for your streaming entertainment, it appears you'll be fucked, Ed. Ah. Uh, at least for the time being. Here is a list of Disney Plus compatible streaming devices that will be able to access the subscription service. Ready? Yes. The Verge has word that Disney Plus will be available for the following devices at launch this fall. Apple TV. Okay. Android mobile devices. All right. Android TV. Okay. Chromecast. Okay. Desktop web browsers. Okay. <laughs> iPads. All right. iPhones. <laughs> PlayStation 4. All right. Roku streaming platforms. Yes. All right. Roku TV and Xbox One. All right. All right. As All you right. can see, Amazon has been left in the wind and completely for time being, and that includes Amazon's Fire tablets. There's always a chance that Disney's still negotiating to have this app available on the streaming devices by the time it launches this fall. Oh. I, I, I think I, th- I think uh, Amazon's asking too much. Uh, okay. For it, that's that's <laughs> the reason why, and I I, I think because because they think that like our sh- our shit's done sick. Like we're making money. Like right. we're, we're charging people 120 dollars a year for you know service or whatever for for shipping and then we're giving you all this t- tv content and movies and stuff that you can watch yeah which is great and then on top of that you can watch rented stuff too pretty cheaply whatever and you go you know and that's it you know like, you know what else do you need you know you got us <laughs> disney walks in and goes hello there <laughs> <laughs> hi hi remember me yeah and that's and and because because you i was watching these videos about you know streaming services and stuff which which would be better and it made it made it really like clearer to me. Like Amazon is Am- Amazon cent- centric, so you everything is more geared towards uh, the the Fire Sticks, more geared to Amazon and that right. kind of stuff, yeah. and Alexa and all that kind of stuff, because you can use your Alexa for it to connect it up and right, use it to right. voice controls and all that stuff. Like Roku is like we don't care about let anybody go. <laughs> Fuck it. Woo, we take on anybody. <laughs> so, you know. It's like me in high school. I'm open for everybody. <laughs> Come on, ladies. <laughs> All right, well. So, great. 
Um, well, one thing we don't know, though, is international stuff. Because right now, all that information I gave you was only right now um, is for the United States. But the Disney company has confirmed some of their international role plans as well. Deadline has word that Disney Plus will be available in Canada and the Netherlands at the same time it debuts in the U.S. on November 12th. But it won't reach Australia and New Zealand until a week later on November 19th. Uh, here's how those price points breakdowns will break for each of those territories. Ready, Ed? Yes. Here you go. Prices. This is for Canada, Holland, Holland, Australia, and New Zealand. Ready? Yep. Excuse me. Canada is going to pay 9 bucks a month or $90 a year. Okay. Holland will do six ninety nine a pound per month or sixty nine ninety nine per year. Australia will do eight ninety nine a month or ninety bucks a year, and New Zealand will do New Zealand bucks, whatever they're called, uh, um, Zoid bucks, um, ten bucks a month or a hundred dollars a year. Okay, all right. So uh, there you go. And just recently heard there'll be a bundle package in the United States that include Hulu and ESPN Plus. Yes, but no such package has been real for any of the international territories. You're fucked. Um, there's also a special um, for those attending the, con- the, the convention D23 will have the opportunity to take advantage of the Founder Circle pricing offer, which will knock 33% off of the yearly subscription free fee if you agree to sign up for th- a three-year commitment. That's a total of $23 off the regular rate per year, or $69 off the total three-year cost. And just to let people know, <laughs> all right. That you can get this, you don't have to. You don't have to be at D twenty three to get this deal. But it's over the second of September, so by the time you hear that, you're fucked. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah, because this is the first we're taping it, and we won't be facing right because it's so... September first now. So we, we need to be live and then post it tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm posting it late tomorrow night. So right. by the time you, re- if you by the time you download it, unless you're in a different time zone, maybe you might get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like you, you could. I, I post on our Facebook page, so like if. Hopefully the f- listeners have been following us on Facebook. You know, got it. So it was it was there. So you could got two. You get two years for free. Now that was just did the Disney Plus app, right? That, that didn't include the Hulu and ESPN right. Plus. So those two you don't get for the two years and get the year free. So you you, uh, you know because I was I was thinking about doing that myself. I'm thinking fuck, I'll, I'll do it right now because I right. I want to be the first one, one of the right. first ones to be. Because I'm waiting until like midnight, like. Uh, you know, like can you? I guess can you order it now so that way when it comes time you just load it up. You know, and, I, I didn't look. I, 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 I now I'm kind of curious because I'm like, well, can I download the app? Can I pay for it now? Like, can I prepay? Can I use it now? Well, <laughs> not use it, but can I prepay for my year so that way when November comes, I can just go. I already have the app downloaded and I just click clink and boom. yeah, just, and I'll be like taking a week off from work and next thing we'll be doing a show and I'll be just like hey, how you doing? <laughs> just. Oh, Disney Plus in it all week. Hey, what'd you do this week, Ed? Nothing. <laughs> Why? Disney Plus. You too? Oh, it'll be a whole show dedicated to Disney Plus. Because <laughs> I've, I've been watching a lot of people, like especially after D23 happened, a lot of people have been talking about it. Because it's the one thing, I don't know if it's on that article, and I don't know if you're going to get to it or it not. Was, I, yeah, it was in the article. Um, is the fact is that you can you can up to four screens at once. Oh. And and then I mean, if the people don't understand is it's like if you're watching TV in one room and your wife's watching TV in another room and you both want to watch Disney Plus at the same time, you know, you're watching Star Wars and she wants to watch, you know, right. Sleeping Beauty. Right, right, right. You could both watch at the same time and not like get penalized for Ooh. it. Ooh. So you can you can create seven different personal accounts. So that uh-huh. way you can have your own account, 
load the you know collect his you know favorites i guess i'm assuming they're going to do like the favorites or the you know my watch list from watch list or save list or something like that they'll have that so that way you can customize your list because when because a lot of times those will suggest other things that you go well if you like star wars you might like tron yeah you know you like you like star wars you might like the uh, black hole yeah or mulan (laughs) (laughs) what's what got to do with another one i don't know just we got shit here look at it (laughs) (laughs) but but the the, and and like i said so you have seven eyes personal accounts and people at the four times so it's like if you feel like you know because like there's a lot of times my watch my wife watches stuff and i have no interest in watching it at all so i come downstairs and watch my own tv and and do that so to have two accounts going now we already have hulu right so we're going to cancel that when it comes we're not doing it now we're waiting right thing and then do the package deal because it's like six bucks for the Hulu, right? At six bucks for the for that. So for a year, I'm getting the same price, for, you know, and then getting ESPN Plus on top of that, right? right which right. I really don't care for ESPN Plus. Yeah. Sports, <laughs> who needs that? <laughs> Give but me my Star Wars shit. <laughs> but I do like the documentaries that they they have. So the thirty for thirty, yeah. yeah so I, I I'll watch a few of those because I am interested in the, in the documentaries. Yeah, so. yeah, I guess it would have some on that. That yeah, all right. So that's kind of like the advantage. Of- it would probably be like if they do that. My uh, mine will have like a lot of Star Wars stuff. Maybe some old Disney. Stacy's would be all fucking Disney movies, you know. But that's the thing. Like, like the the one thing that because everybody's like, oh, is it worth it? They're only going to have like this show or that show because other shows that they're talking about are not coming out till twenty twenty one or twenty. Or twenty late twenty twenty. I don't or care 20, about the new stuff. And, I'm talking about the old the one, shit. And that's the saying. That's that's what that everybody's argument is. Is that it doesn't matter what they're putting out now. Now, yeah, it's what they <laughs> now. Now we're now then now. <laughs> now then stuff or the then then stuff. Right, is what the people want to watch because it's the old stuff. Like, like the, okay, I would love to be able to actually watch maybe like an old classic version of the Mickey Mouse Club, like the original black and white, just yeah. to say I saw it. I'm I'm telling you, Phil the Future, even Stevens, um, we call it uh, Kim Possible, uh, all that old shit. I'm in Hannah Montana, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what's it, Lizzie McGuire? You know, all those... they're coming out with a new Lizzie McGuire. Really? Yes. Is it going to be her kid? No, it's going to be her as an adult. Oh, oh, okay, I'll watch that. Yeah. All right, Hillary Duff. She 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 grew up nicely. Yeah. <laughs> You know, fill the future. I loved that show. I thought that was great. So, so I'm like, saying that they they have, they'll have all that content, and you yeah. go, well, I mean, like just for that alone, like Mandalorian. What? Yeah, give me even Stevens. Hey, like, Shia LaBeouf in his prime. Before he went nuts. Yeah, like like, but there's like so like like uh, like there was one I'm I'm really interested in is it was the Sunday night Disney Sunday night when he used to be on ABC and he used to talk about. Making the park right. in the fifties, right? You know, like kind of thing, or or making the wonderful world of Disney, it was right? Called. And and like all the stuff that he would talk about the parks, like I'm interested in that stuff, like yeah, like to see like how that all came about because it's all history that's like yeah, you know, like nice to see right from the Disney Vault, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> and they, there's a lot of stuff that people have no clue. And you go, oh really? Like there, you'll find something on there. You know, it's just like I sure. can't wait. I just can't wait. Um, speaking of Disney Plus and Marvel. They announced She-Hulk, Moon Knight, and Ms. Marvel shows for Disney+. Plus. Yes. Um, Marvel, let's see. Um, for those people who don't know, there were no details revealing these shows. They just announced. So Ms. Marvel is being developed by a British writer, um, Bisa K. Ali, who will write and act as showrunner in the series. 
Ali is a comedian who currently is a writer on Hulu's remake of Four Weddings and a Funeral. The series will be inspired and focus on the most recent incarnation of the character, a teenage named Camelia Khan. Uh, Ms. Marvel is a shape-shifting Muslim Pakistani-American teenager from New Jersey who becomes the newest holder of the Ms. Marvel identity. She is the youngest of two children from a traditional Pakistani family. Her powers will be has been described as polymorphous, meaning that she has the ability to stretch and change her shape. Um, here's a little something. Despite her traditional roots, Kamala was a typical American teenager, wanting to be herself but still make her family proud. For several years, Kamala was a fan of superheroes, especially the Avengers, and more importantly, Carol Danvers. So much, in fact, that she started writing online fan fiction about the Avengers and Captain Marvel, even going as far as joining the Carol Danvers Court online. <laughs> All right, so Moonlight. Ba- Moonlight is basically their version of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Uh, Moon Knight is a fan-favorite Marvel character, so it makes sense that they would eventually bring this character to f- life in some way. Just in case you need a reminder who he is... Yeah, because I do. Mar- Moon Knight is Mark Spector. Um, well, Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, and Jake Lockley. Four different aspects of the same man who was resurrected by Khonshu, the Egyptian lunar god of vengeance and justice, to serve as his avatar. Those unjust mortals who prey upon the innocents who travel at night with powers that come from the moon, beware of the vengeance of the moon knight. It's basically Batman. I, I'm, I was thinking more of the crow, but... Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit. Batman-esque, too, as well. You know? Yeah, because I think he's, like, rich. Uh, he's a dark and gritty character that would work great in the series, and then there's She-Hulk. I, I'm kind of excited for this one. I am, too, I, I have to uh, say. Uh, the, I, this, I love the most recent incarnation of the character. It was recently canceled by Marvel Comics. And uh, that She-Hulk was finally getting a series. I'm a big fan of this character. After the events of Civil War II, so this is comic book related, Mm -hmm. Jennifer Walters ended up becoming Marvel's signature Hulk. And she got her comic book series that told her some great tales that dealt with the psychological trauma that superheroes suffer. Uh, I don't know if they're going to go through that route with the character. But my favorite run of the character was she was a lawyer. Yes. You know, she was always green. She came to terms with the fact that she... She could change into human form if she wanted to. She could change between human and Hulk. Right. She chose to basically kind of like Professor Hulk her way out of it before Professor Hulk, where she she liked the power that she had as She-Hulk, so she was able to kind of be like halfway Hulk yeah. out. So she was tall, green, very Amazonian, very sexy. Yes. Um, but it was she was also a lawyer. Also, it was kind of funny, too. It was kind of like yuck-yucks. Some, yeah. Some good jokes in there. I feel like if they go like Law and Order with She-Hulk kind of thing, <laughs> dun, 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 dun. yeah, like where she is, you know, like she's in the courtroom and she's you know being a, a lawyer and yeah. maybe figuring out the crimes on the side, you know, <laughs> like there's something you don't see every day. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know, like, I'm I'm interested to see where they're going with that one, who they cast as as. She-Hulk, because Stacey and I were talking about it, and I was like, um, fuck, what's her name? From Rizzoli Niles. She she actually said she'd want... Angie Harmon. Uh-huh. She said she'd love to play She-Hulk, but she said that years ago. I don't know if she's in the right... It's going to suck saying it's the right age group for her. Like, she's a little older. She's still incredibly sexy, yeah. but I don't know if she can pull it off. I think you're going to need someone... Younger. Younger, taller. I mean, well, I think she's kind of tall anyway, but it, it depends on how they're going to go with it. I think, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's really tough to you know, and I mean, like, 
to me, like She Hulk's one of those characters that's like like a lot of people appreciate her or, or like her and, and seen some right. stories with her. But I don't know if like if without a celebrity, like a star already established, would she survive on yeah, on Disney Plus? And that's the that's the problem. Like you know, like you you go, I hope so. Like you know, if they get a nobody, because you, she could she, this person could be like the new sensation and yeah. you know thing. And it just depends on writing and 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 uh, how much budget they give them, uh, type of thing. Um, you know, because that thing. I mean, I don't know if you saw any of the Mandalorian. I did. I saw stuff. some of the stuff. I mean, they gave him a million, like, like an episode of that, and that's like you could say they spent every buck on. Well, I, for I, it, you know, and it's like <laughs> it was it was gorgeous, you know, like what I saw. And I, well, like, I since we're talking about the Mandalorian, I'll bring this article. Ming Nang Wen joins the cast of Mount Mandalorian, securing Disney's franchise trifecta. For those who people don't know, she is already a Disney staple as the voice of Mulan. Yes, she was also um, a, she was in Agents of Shield. Yes. And now she's in The Mandalorian, which is also owned by Disney. So um, she was, uh, she's one of those honors. She was at, she was honored at the Disney Legends at D23. Oh, yes. Uh, she, she said in her speech, please just keep acquiring all these different franchises, she said in her speech, uh, because I just keep getting employed by them, and I've hit every bucket list thanks to Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see. The Mandalorian stars Pedro Pascal along with Gina Carano, uh, Gina Carlo Esposito, Emily Swallow, Carl Withers, Omed Abtai, uh, Warner Herzog, and Nick Nolte. <laughs> uh, no word on what Mignon's character is of the series from the duo Jean Favreau and Dave Fellini. For those who don't know, Pascal stars as the bounty hunter, gunfighter, and native to of Mandalore, known in the Star Wars universe as the home planet of bounty hunter Boba Fett and Jango Fett. The series bows November 12th, the same day the streaming service launches, and The Mandalorian is already set for a season two. So Ming-Na's Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character will end after its upcoming seventh season. So maybe she'll be in season two, not necessarily season one. Right. Um, There you go, Ed. I'm excited. I'm excited. Mandalorian is one of the ones I'm really excited for out of everything, you know. You know, just to see that because I Boba Fett was one of my favorite characters. I Boba Fett. <laughs> Jeez, I hate when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's why you do it. Well, uh, since we're talking casting, yes, uh, and Disney has having a way with right now is on a streak of hey, we're going to take some of our cartoons, make them into live action movies. Rumor has it they're going to be doing Hercules. Really? Yes. And apparently, this actor is being eyed. For Hades. Okay. Would you like to take a guess at it? Well, I take a guess at Hades. Uh No, I can't. I can't because there's still... I keep going... Benedict Cumberbatch, Ed. Really? Benedict Cumberbatch is being... Here's the actual article. Disney's currently working his way through the animated catalog, remaking them in live action. One project we've heard of it's in development is Hercules, reimagining based on the 1997 movie about the Greek hero. We got this covered, isn't it, where I got this article from. Uh, previously brought you the news that Alexander Skarsgård was in the running to play the demigod himself. Mm. But James Woods, for those who know, brought the voice to life in the yeah. co- animated show. But they might have found a good fit in the form of Doctor Strange's Benedict Cumberbatch. We've been informed by our sources, which is the same source who revealed that an Aladdin sequel is happening and that Ms. Marvel show is in the works, both of which have since been confirmed, 
that he's the studio's he's on the studio's wish list for the role of the villain. Of course, just because he's on the wish list doesn't mean he'll have the part. He may not even be aware that he's being eyed, but our sources are confident that at least one of the actors that Disney is considering. Um, the, if the notion of Cumberbatch playing the Lord of the Underworld sounds familiar, though, that's because a rumor was going around last month that claimed the British star was set to portray the villain. Uh, the same rumor also pointed to Trevor Donovan competing for the title role. This info turned out to be something yesterday, too, well, Donovan let slip that he kind of sort of is up for the part, but he's not supposed to say anything. So, there you go, Ed. It's unclear whether the Sherlock actor has got it as far in the process as Donovan had, though it seems likely unlikely, as Disney would no doubt lock down the central role first before moving on to its supporting cast. Like they said above, it's possible that Cumberbatch's involvement is only an internal thing at the moment, and they've yet to reach out to him. In any case, it's hugely exciting to hear that he may lend the role he's ab- because he'd be absolutely perfect for it. I think he'd be really good at it. Um, only reason, uh, why, only reason I'm saying it is because, like when I mentioned it to Stacy, she's like, "Well, he's kind of sassy." Can Benedict play sassy? I'm like, "Yes, he can." Because no one's, no one it seems like people who know him from Sherlock go, "He could be super sassy, real snarky, and real obnoxious." And I'm like, "Yeah, I can, I can, I can see Benedict kind of being a jerk." There, I don't think there's there's not much Benedict Cumberbatch can't do can't do. I've I mean, seen him play Doctor Frankenstein in a play. I mean, <laughs> I think I think the the only thing I can't see him doing is like Conan the Barbarian, like that, <laughs> like you know, like, Benedict Cumberbatch is Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's I mean there there are certain roles that's like yeah, I don't think, but like 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 you say, Hades of the Underworld, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind that like that performance won't be. <laughs> you know, worthwhile to watch. You know, it's like no, I have that look. It's gonna be terrible. Like no, it's obviously not. You know, you're like, it's like yeah, it's gonna be great. And you're like, wow, like well, who's gonna? The thing, the thing though, like the whole thing that kind of bothers me is it's like there's certain properties that like like people have done like over and over again. Right. Hercules is one of them, and Peter Pan's another one. These are the two properties that I'm most worried about Disney doing. You know, like. Because you've seen so many iterations sure. of those of those two right. you know stories, so you kind of go you know like like how are they going to pull this off? Like you know like, <laughs> like this is going to be interesting because once you see the rocks version of Hercules, you go <laughs> yeah you know hey. I like that version. No, I'm not. So I'm saying like like it's it's pretty pretty hard to beat. You know like I'm saying like uh, I'm, I'm I just saw uh, I think. Uh, uh, Ruku has it for free. The new version, the not the the same year that Rock did his Hercules was another Hercules, yes. Legend of Hercules. Yes, and I'm kind of curious to see that just to see the that version the version of it. Just right. you know, because I like Hercules as a story, you know, yeah, and me I, too. you know, and I and I'm kind of like wondering what's going, you know, what you're going to get, but who knows? Yeah, <laughs> so you know, but if that's saying like like that's one of those properties. It's like I know they did really good in the animated versions, but it's like. And like how like how are they gonna do it like you know that's it's you know well they got better coverage maybe for for maybe. for Haiti so I'd be like well there's a big huge plus but like like I think he's got a flaming head like he right. does they animate it like I think because that'd be interesting to see like, and then somebody go who put me out did you see Descendants three yet no I haven't uh, okay because Stacey and I watched it they aired and they have Hades in it played by an actor who I, he did an okay job I mean but it's Descendants so you can't really expect like thespian actor <laughs> but it was it was cute how they did the hair and all that it was all right you know um 
And I got I got one more one more news article outside of the big news article. Okay. All right. I know we we, we do want to at least touch on the, the other thing that happened this past week. Okay. But this one I thought like, it's too juicy not to bring to the show. Matthew McConaughey is now a professor at the University of Texas. <laughs> So, so the University of Texas, the party's cool down, right? <laughs> the University of Texas at Austin's announced Wednesday that Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey has been appointed as a professor of practice in the Department of Radio, Television, and Film. He will continue to, to teach the advanced producing script-to-screen class at Moody College of Communication that, helped, that he helped develop three years ago. It took a college to stop him from acting. <laughs> in recognition, here is Texas Moody. In recognition of his professional pedigree and personal investment in student success, Matthew McConaughey has been appointed a Texas Moody professor of practice, and he'll continue to teach uh, class. So you could sign up and have him be teach, your teacher. teacher right. um, he's like, it's, it's, McConaughey, it's class I wish I would have had when I was in film school. Working in the classroom with these students gives me a chance to prepare them. McConaughey, who was previously uh, a visiting instructor at the school, said in a statement through UT Austin, making movies, turning words into paper into film is both a science and art, no matter the time or generation. The elements of truth and genuine joy for the process are timeless. That will always be our classroom's focus. McConaughey graduated from UT Austin with a film degree in 1993. That same year, his breakout performance in Days and Confused put him on the map on the way to Hollywood. After incorporating romantic comedies into his filmography throughout the 2000s, McConaughey was finally recognized for his work in 2014, which he was a recipient of the Academy Award for Best Actor for his portrayal of Ron Wardorf in Dallas Buyers Club. During his award season run, culminating with the Oscar win, McConaughey delivered some awe-inspiring speech, one awe-inspiring speech after another, which ranged from hyper-focused to borderline ridiculous, but always excluded a level of cool that we hoped to re- that we only hoped to reach. Uh, that's the unique style and flair that he would bring to his students when Professor McConaughey will t- when the title takes effect starting in the fall of 2019. All right, I, all right, I, all right. I, Who did their homework? Just, um, in my head, all I could see is he's going to grade. He's going to grade, and he's going to have three different levels of grading. All right. <laughs> all right, all right, and all right, all right, all right. You know, all right, all right, all right. It's gonna be like the A student, the ones that all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And Who if, did their reading? Yeah, you know, all right, all right. I want everyone to turn page forty-two. Today we're gonna discuss Godfather. I knew it was you, Fredo. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let me just drive my Lincoln to class. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, no, I, I want to go back to college now and take that class I want to be sitting there just, I want to get taught by by him I was just sit there and just like I, I gotta I gotta I, I, he took you know he's a legitimate professor <laughs> oh. all right all right all right today's class we're gonna learn the contradiction of light versus themes in a movie like Jaws but <laughs> say it took a col- it took a college for him to stop acting. He's still acting. We're gonna give you a job with your last movie was terrible. Today we're gonna work on Citizens Kane and how it how the contrast between themes and tone affect our workplace environment today. 
<laughs> Hold on for a second. I had to go play some bongos. <laughs> now, what did you hear? <laughs> Starts doing that Wolf of Wall Street thing before every class. <laughs> Gets them in the mood. It's all ready and revved up. <laughs> all right, Ed. Let's get to the... You didn't do your homework? You got a failure to launch. <laughs> He's probably going to do like every movie pun he can in his... Uh... Look, I know right now you're thinking how to, how, how I can lose this class in 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> Was he in there? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what we call it. Um, uh, we call it. It's... Uh, Ledger and... Uh... It's Matthew McConaughey. It's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. It's uh, and um... Oh, I'm thinking of a different movie. Yeah, what movie are you thinking? Uh... You know... <laughs> uh, you're the ghost of homework's past. <laughs> <laughs> you're my. You're so good in my class. You're my interstellar uh, <laughs> student. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got some true detective going on there. <laughs> anyway, all right, Ed. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> Sony kills Spider-Man partnership deal with Marvel Studios. Dun, dun, dun. Um, okay, well, like I said, we're nowhere late to the party, so we'll kind of briefly talk. I mean, everyone and their mother has had an opinion on this. And everyone and their mother has gotten different facts. Right. Excuse me. Do so, you have the facts? Um, I kind of grabbed the articles. Okay. Like, we'll start off with the article that, you know, uh, uh, let's see. Marvel Studios will not will not produce any future Spider-Man films due to a standoff between the Walt Disney Company and Sony's Pictures. According to the deadline, the decision stems from an inability by Disney and Sony Pictures to reach new terms that will have given the former a co-financing stake going forward. As the next two currently planned Spider-Man films, both Homecoming and Far From Home director John Watts, as well as actor Tom Holland, are expected to return. However... Marvel's involvement in the project is doubtful as Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has been essentially nixed by Sony. <clears throat> it seems that Disney was asking for um, a 50-50 split and co-financing arrangement between Marvel and Sony, but Sony later declined. Instead, Sony proposed leaving the current deal untouched, meaning Marvel would have continued to receive the approximately 5% of the first dollar gross while maintaining merchandising rights, which Disney refused. This, of course, comes hot off the heels of Spider-Man Far From Home, submitting itself as Sony's highest-grossing film of all time, albeit with Marvel's help. Um, nevertheless, Sony is reporting optimistic about the future of the Spider-Man franchise, even without the helping hand of Marvel, as the studio believes it's already set a solid foundation to build off with Homecoming and Far From Home. All right, so that's that one. Okay. How'd you feel when you heard that? I thought Disney was greedy. Uh, you know, really? Right? I'm going... I'm going. Sony's the bad guy on this one. The count point counterpoint <laughs> counterpoint going on. All right. Um, why do you feel like Disney was being greedy? Well, if if I mean, I, I like it sounded like a fair deal. Don't get me wrong. Like I think Disney was like, let's do fifty fifty. We've 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 had this deal. It's been working out. Now, like let's like I mean, we want a little bit more because we've been helping you. And then that's saying like like I kind of it's kind of hard for me to to to, to say that Disney's greedy, but I, I have to say it that way because. You go, all right, they want more money, basically, for, for what they're doing. And it's just like, yeah, hey, we're doing this work. You know, we're only getting, like, 5%. Like, like come on, help us out. Like, you know, like, I think we've been ma- you've been making billions now. You know, like, let's 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 make some, you know, let's, right. let's share the wealth a little here. Yeah, you know, type of thing. 
But Disney's like, you own Star Wars. You own most of Marvel now. I think pretty much Sony, they think Spider-Man's the only one you Probably don't at own point, at yeah. this point. If not, it's, you know, pretty soon going to be like every character. I think, I don't know, I think Namor's the only one other one that uh, hasn't hit the mark. Because I haven't heard from him, from him in a while. Right. They got to bring him out of out of uh, dust balls, uh, the, the the dust ball. But uh, you, you go, you go, you, you go, and they, because it's not like Sony goes, no, fuck you, we're done, and leaves. <laughs> you know, like right. you know, like, like, like you know, fuck you, and fuck the Marvel billion, you know, number one movie <laughs> of all time, and we're out of here. It's like, no, well, you know what? Let's let's continue the way we're doing this. You know, you get five percent, and you know, and it, well, keep in mind it's five percent of the day one box office totals. So if they make, I mean, hypothetically, if they make a million, a uh, hundred million dollars, right? Yeah. Okay, let me do this. A uh, hundred million dollar, or is, uh, how do I do that math? Uh, <laughs> Computer. What's five percent of a hundred million dollars? Oh wait, didn't go on. Computer. What's five percent of a hundred million dollars? Five percent of one hundred million U.S. dollars is five million U.S. dollars. Okay, so you could have just done that. <laughs> yeah, that's easy math. Yeah. Um, so basically, if they made a hundred hundred million dollars in one day on Spider Man, Disney gets five million dollars of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, I, I I mean, but also Disney got to keep the licensing rights. Like anything they sell that has Far From Home on it. Disney's making a hundred percent of that money. Yeah, um, and that's where the real money is. It's, it's merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. merchandising. So, um, well, let's see. Um, so that's the like, like, like everybody was making money. It wasn't like you know Sony was making all this money. And go fuck you, Disney. You know, <laughs> this is ours. You right, know, like, right. it's just like you know, like, like. Because to be honest, I mean, like, there's not much of Sony properties that you can name. Can you name more than one Sony property other than Spider-Man that's making a lot of money for them at this point in time? Uh, no, I can't. Exactly. Uh, um, okay, well, now this was on August 22nd, this this news article. Yeah. New reports suggest Marvel's requested stake in Spider-Man was less than initial reports. All right? More details are coming into light regarding the Disney and Sony impasse that led to a deal not getting done between the two studios. At least in the moment. Uh, there is one discrepancy which seems to be what Disney actually asked for. Initial reports stated that Disney had asked for 50% stake in regards to upcoming Spider-Man movies. But in a new report from THR, that number isn't as high. The number cited here is a 30% stake, which is still significant, but 20% can make a world of difference when it comes to about talking about over a billion dollars. Um, here's how numbers would work from that deal in place from Far From Home. If the bud um, the budget from Far From Home was 160 million dollars, and you offer and and you often double that for advertising costs, if you double that number, it becomes 320 million dollars. Subtracting 300 million twi- 320 million dollars from the box office pull of 1 billion 110 million billion leaves um, us with. $790 million, and a 30% cut of that is $237 million for Marvel and the rest for Sony, which would be $553 million. All right? So for Sony, it seems the even 30% number cuts far too into their profits for their liking. And any, and any oh, you son of a bitch. Um, oh, I hate when that pop-up ad show up. Uh, 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 uh. All right. 
So it's understandable why Marvel wants some of that pie, as Marvel Spider-Man is easily the most iconic character. Also, why might not be over two billion like Endgame? Two hundred million isn't anything to sneeze at, even for a studio the size of Disney. So any amount they can get on on top would be win. Marvel still has all the merchandising rights for the character, of course, so they still do get money for the movies, though the toy from the toy lines, though it's not directly from the profits of the film. Um, <laughs> let's see. If so I it's the same, like you know, there's still it's the same. There, Disney's making out either way. It's not like it's not like you know, there it's a lose for them. You know, I mean, it's a lose for not having the character in those films now in the future, and you're going, all right, great, right, because like it does mean that if they can't make announcements about things um here's where some of, to me some of the problem lies um it problem number one is that you can't you can't talk about endgame you can't talk about anything in the marvel marvel universe that also probably means happy's out happy was having a relationship with aunt may mm-hmm. so they can't do that storyline because happy is a product of the marvel universe right um all of Spider-Man's tech has been given to him through Tony Stark. Yes. So that means anything that any suit that he has would not be available to him. He would have to make his own suit again. Right. Um, someone, someone better be sitting down going, okay, well, we can't use the suit. Um, you made, uh, you can't bring any kind of Iron Man, any Marvel Universe stuff happening um i don't know why this ad popped up i kind of hate it because it, it cuts well that's the, the thing like you you like, like you were about to say it was just like it's like now sony's now sony's got to take everything that he, they did and take it all out and you go how, like how are they going to do that like how are they going to continue on especially the way they left the last movie it was a huge cliffhanger right and you go well, how are they gonna how they could really continue on with this? Like, is it just like all of a sudden now he's gonna wear a regular suit and not talk about it and just kind of move on with the story and and you know and like two never really kind of happened in a way like you know they're like yeah Mysterio is there but like how like certain things of that aspect because I don't want to give away too much of it because I mean it's not that old like right. know, you know you don't want to spoil it spoil right, right right yeah at this point in time. Um, so you so you you go okay well how how are they going to continue on without all that other stuff that was going on you know and like they said the the subplot of 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 Happy Hogan and what he was doing with Aunt May right and you go like like now now what do you do like like you you're now put yourself in a running and you don't have Kevin Feige to go hey Kevin we're having a problem now right you know that we cause you know now we need to fix it like now you got to hire somebody else to fix this problem and hope that that's along those same lines because. A lot of people will go. The first people that go see Spider Man, whatever it's called, you know, the right. new one, and 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 see it, and they go, "Oh, it sucks." Then uh-huh. that that's going to hurt Sony's bottom line. And right. they go, "You should have, you should have, you should have dealed up and and gave it to them." Now, like I said, I think I think I think maybe 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 instead of five percent, Disney should ask for ten. You know, make it a little bit bigger, but make it like you know more worthwhile. You know, like you know, it's like it's still. It's a little bit more money, you know, like kind of thing, but it's not hurting Sony in a way, right? You know, what I'm saying, and I'm not like I'm like 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 oh, I don't want Sony to get hurt, you know, and I rather know Disney. I mean, at this point, you know, well, you know what's going to happen then? Sony's going to bomb with this movie. They, you know, they're going to put out, you know, hopefully a lot of their other pictures hold up because if not, they they start stock going down. Disney could buy them, 
You know, right. like, you know, just right. Go, have, you know what? I have the meme of <laughs> you could have done thirty, but now we got a hundred. You know, I, like there's a meme of a rocket and um, we call it <laughs> Bucky, and it's uh, it's it's right over Rocket's face is Disney, yeah, and Bucky's Sony, and he's like, so how much for Spider Man? Spider Man's not for not for sale. How much for the company? <laughs> <laughs> I. Um, okay, so I pulled I pulled this article too. This came out on August twenty second. It's an inside the Spider Man split, finger pointing and executive end games. And this is from Variety. So take that for what it's worth. But they mm. are the leading in entertainment news as right. far as movies and things like that go. Uh, so Spider Man's neighborhood has been decidedly unfriendly this week. Uh, a private and contentious battle over the on screen future of the beloved Marvel hero has spilled out into the public square over the past few days. Make, after making nice for two wildly successful films, Sony Pictures, which holds the licensing rights to the Marvel character, will go it alone. As every fanboy and girl out there knows, it will no longer partner with Disney-owned Marvel Studios on producing sequels. Fallout from the creative divorce has revealed a callous truth about Hollywood's obsession with the bottom line. Studios don't like to cut big checks, particularly when the recipient is a rival studio. On Wednesday, Sony confirmed reports that the preceding deal between the company and Disney employees and Marvel chief Kevin Feige, Feige would end. That leaves the franchise without Feige's guidance and effectively removes Spider-Man from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Feige's team has been credited for giving the character a lighter touch that blended wisecracks and teen angst in a way that was truer to the original comics. Uh, less than 24 hours after Sony's Tuesday announcement that the latest standalone film, Far From Home, had become the highest-grossing film in the studio's 90-year history, news broke that the co- collaboration was over. The reports were conveniently timed. Uh, Sony has been in negotiations to keep Feige in the fold as a continued consulting producer, but Disney, who just this year swallowed 20th Century Fox and all of its Marvel characters with it, left the table after Sony refused to, do, to increase its share of the profits. Some reporters say that Disney was looking for essentially become a 50-50 partner in the series. Another insider close to the deal sales and negotiation came up for renewal as long as six months ago, and Sony did not move to act on the new pact. Other, others with knowledge of the deal dispute this, saying Disney made it clear it was no longer interested in partnering, and then the finger-pointing has begun. Several insiders say Disney Pictures chief Tom Rothman was willing to give up as much as roughly 25% of the franchise and welcomed Disney as a co-financing partner in exchange for Feige services. When Marvel took on producing duties on Spider-Man Homecoming in 2015, Disney negotiated for a percentage of the first dollar gross and licensing rights for consumer goods. While Spider-Man would never again appear in a Marvel's movie, a Marvel Studios-produced film, the character will still be found roaming Disney theme parks, taking photos with families, and, and blazing on merchandise in the gift shops. To say Feige is essential to the future success and profitability of the Walt Disney Company is an understatement. He is an asset that Disney has become unwilling to share with viral studios, with a viral a rival studio, even at the expense of millions of moviegoers who prize Spider-Man as a member of the MCU. Trending topics like hashtag Save Spider-Man from Sony overtook to- Twitter. Marvel founder Stan Lee's daughter J.C. Lee back Sony. We didn't talk about that, but his daughter came out and was like you know sony disney's the evil one this is coming from the woman who basically is responsible for all the elder abuse that sam was getting there yeah it's like she isn't really a credible it's it's it's, it's whatever she can do to make a buck now yeah probably 
she didn't get as much, you know, as she wanted or whatever right. from the probably from the right. The She's or, saying, you know, it's yeah, like I yeah, she was not really that good of a person. It's sad because there's no one now to like. Stan hasn't been gone not even a year yet. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden now his daughter is rearing his uh, yeah, like I'm money, money, money. Disney and Sony. It's like <sighs> happens as soon as someone passes away. Yeah. Um, let's see. One insider said that Disney was partly motivated to walk away from the negotiations because it wants Feige's full attention on the newly acquired Fox properties. After X-Men Dark Phoenix bombed, one person familiar with Walt Disney Studios said co-chairman Alan Bergman insisted talks with Sony end. Another insider disputed Dark Phoenix as a motivator, but said Bergman had led the charge on the Spider-Man deal. Rothman is known as a hard-driving negotiator, and some individuals who have worked with him in the past privately suggested the public breakup may be a tactic to try to get Disney to make concessions. If talks don't resume, it will fall to producer Amy Pascal to deliver films that have the same creative zip as those that bore Feige's imprint. That could grow more challenging now that Pascal has wrapped up an overall producing deal with Sony in favor of the new pact uh, in favor of a new pact at Universal. Tom Holland, uh, the youthful British star who became a fan favorite, isn't going anywhere soon. He's on the hook for two more films. That could rene- that and could rene- renegotiate his deal at some point in the future. Sony also enjoys licensings licenses from some nine hundred other characters, tangent basically related to Spider Man, mm. and with with it fashioning the Spider Verse, Venom, one of those first forays in the cinematic universe, building a darker adaptation with Tom Hardy to play the box has been a box office hit. The plan, Insider said, was that always been to unite Holland's Spider Man and Hardy's Venom in the same film. There's also Jarrett Leto's vampire flick Morbius in the works and a standalone film for Craven the Hunter. Future Spider-Man films may face a narrative challenge. The events, uh, the events of films like Avengers Infinity War and Endgame are reverenced heavily in the Sony's Spider-Man films. Robert Downey Jr., now retired as Iron Man, appeared in Holland's m- movie. Um, death Stark's death in Endgame colors the events of Far From Home, leading them into deeper emotional resonance. It's unclear if future Spider-Man's films can reference the character or events past Avengers outings. Uh, Sony Pictures and Walt Disney Pictures declined to comment on the matter, of course. Marvel may regret this decision down the road when it comes time to unite the top-shelf characters in one big-screen epic, but it's not a priority. Uh, For now, the studio has made clear that it's focused on creating origin stories for the new characters. Its upcoming slate includes The Eternals with Angelina Jolie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and a reboot of Vampire Hunter Project Blade. There is not a lot of opportunities to assemble the super team that Stark once led and Spidey joined. As an industry insider, Riley wrote, if you didn't notice, the movie was called Endgame. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course, then there's replies. You know, like, hey, what do people say? What do you think, Ed? Well, I said it, it. Disney had nothing to lose on this. It's saying like, if it didn't go their way, they didn't lose anything because it's like Endgame ended it, so they didn't really need Spider-Man Man anymore. They Spider-Man anymore. They just they he. It's like okay, we could have used him as the next, you know, with 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 uh, Captain Marvel and some of the other characters that were in there, you know, like Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor right, and stuff right, like that. Right. We could have, you know, we could have kept this going and then added the other characters and you know helped it along. But we already have these 
abundance of characters, Spider-Man doesn't need to be in that mix. So it's like, yeah, it would have been better because a lot of people go, we're Spidey, we're Spidey, you know, and you know, the, so that that would have been a problem, but it still would have made money. Like, like, right. you know, <laughs> like the Disney's not like, like Spider-Man's not there. It's going to flop. Like, you know, like, like, you know, they're going to make money either way. So it's just, so it's like, it's kind of sucked. And then you're still going to see the toys. So sure. It's like, you know, it's not like, it's not like you're not going to see Spider-Man toys in the, in the, in their stores and stuff and going, wait, well, I thought Sony, you know, broke up. It's like, well, no, we still make the money on their toys. You right. Know? So like they can make all the movies they want. We're going to make money off of it, you know, still. So you, you kind of go that way and you go, so you kind of, you kind of screwed Sony in a way and us, you know, it's kind of like sure. what it comes down to, you know, that's what saying. Like maybe you should have made instead of 30% should have made it 10. Like I, I, like, you know, like, okay, you want to make more money, right. Re, you know, re- renegotiating, you know. Right. But deal originally from the stuff that I've read was that for why I feel like Sony is more to blame than Disney in this, in this case is because Disney was also willing to share production costs, something that Sony that didn't happen in the original deal, mm-hmm. that it was going to be 50, 50 total. We're going to give you 50% of, you know, we're going to, if it's a budget, we'll give it 50%. Right. If it's whatever profit it makes, we get 50%. So it's like a give get kind of deal. That right. Sony walked away from. Like, imagine, like, if you get a Spider-Man budget that's $150 million. Now, Disney walks in and goes, we'll match that budget. So now it's a $300 million movie. And that they get to split the the, the money on it. Yeah. You know, um, I don't, again, that's from the stuff I read. So I don't know exactly how accurate that stuff is. Because it's, you know... Um, it's all up in the air. I mean, as that's, of, then that's the thing. Like you know, you you, you I mean, the the future is basically like like can Sony pull out a, a another movie with Tom Holland, not rebooting the series, continuing on as a trilogy, basically from the first two movies, and go okay, we're gonna pretty much ignore everything that happened in the past and just keep pushing him forward, right? And have a storyline that's good enough that go. You know, it was it was worthwhile. It was, it was you know, it was like you know what, it's. I'm glad that they kind of continue on without him. I don't feel like that's going to happen. Like I, I like like until like, we see more information about the next Spider-Man movie, what's going to happen, which we won't see for another about another year, maybe I think at this point, another Probably. six months at least. You know, before we start hearing stuff, Sony going, oh, hey, this is what we're doing now with with them. You know, like, right. this is you know, like here's the title or whatever. You know. We won't see a trailer for another year at least, and you and then you go, all right, you know, like I, you need to kind of see that where where they're gonna go, and I'm like, and well, if 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 they did Amazing Spider-Man one and two, right, yeah, look what happened there, you know, when, when they had when they had T- uh, uh, Ted Raimi do the first three, Sam, Sam, sorry, the other his brother's Ted, Ted, Ted. <laughs> I was a Raimi, I know that, uh, um, when he did the first two movies. People were like, oh, I can't wait. And then they wanted to shoehorn all this crap yeah. in because they had, he had a six-movie lineup, and they were yeah. all in a board, and, like, they yeah. were all with it. But they wanted to – they, they, Sony's, like, got greedy, and it's just like, I want to do it more. Like, like, 
let's get you know let's get this let's yeah. get that let's do this you know and it, it just goes and then you go well fuck you you know like how much can we do like we can't and it was it was a terrible movie Spider-Man yeah, 3, 3 was horrible you know and I was I was really looking forward to because especially the black costume you're yeah. like you know excited for that because you know and it has <laughs> to be the black costume is the most it's like the Greedo of of the of the Marvel <laughs> universe right. you know, the, or Marvel comics like it had, wasn't around that long but it made a major impact yeah. on a lot of people's lives, and I'm like, I, it's like, wow, it's amazing. But the, the the idea though is just that, like, like, can they pull it off? Like, it's going to be a, like a major, major thing, you know? Like, you know, like, like, how are they going to do this? Because now they just ripped out subplots and storylines that just are, well, okay. are no longer there, and you go. Right, so you can't have the relationship between Happy and Aunt May anymore. Right, um, you can't have. You can't even mention them. Right, you can't mention the blip anymore mm-hmm. because that five-year gap that they call the blip, you can't bring that up. Yep. Um, the whole um, the suit itself, he remade that suit out of Iron Man tech mm-hmm. of Tony Stark of te- Stark technology. Um, Mysterio as a character is gone now. If you think about it, because his whole base, his whole team, you can't have him in a sequel. Or if you have him in a sequel, you got to do something different because he used to work for Tony Stark. Spoiler. Yeah. You know, so it's like you. His whole storyline is null and void now because he's directly influenced by Stark technology. Vulture too. Because Vulture's character came from the ashes of the Avengers movie. Yeah. You know, it was... So you're like, okay, well, there's two villains out of the Sinister Six that can't really be used now because their tech heavily... Their technology revolves heavily on stuff that happened in the MCU that now Sony can't admit. It's like, I feel like someone needs to sit down these guys and go, okay, well, what's your future? Because now you can't do this. Now you can't do that. Now you can't do this. That, and, that's, and that was the thing I was thinking of when you were going through the whole story. Is the fact is, is that like I have a funny feeling that like as soon as as soon as like Sony goes, well, let's just do this, this, and this, and put it together, and 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 it, it's like that indirectly, direct, like kind of the work around a little bit around the whole MCU. But there's still that like like you feel like there's there's like the Sony their uh, Tony Stark tech or the right. aftermath of like I think is they have Voltron or something like that and they go no nope, you can't use him you you can use the character but you can't use the character that way right. like like to... there's gonna be a lawsuit from Disney like like it's gonna right. like throw it right down oh, like, we'll have Voltron in it you know, well how are you gonna do him well he's got no no all that stuff if you remember from the movie he got from all the 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 Shatari technology that was thrown about thrown away basically. From the Avengers. That's what created them. Oh. Okay. So now what are you going to do with them? We just won't have them. Oh, all right. So one of the key figures to the, your big plan, now you're not going to be able to use? Right. You know, we'll just have them redesign it and we'll, you know, with some different technology. Yeah, all right. You, sure you can, but everyone's going to know that you're basically just, you're, you're shoehorning a new origin story for them because you fucked yourself over on this Disney deal. Right. Like they, I, the, one of the articles I was I was while you were talking I was perusing through other other articles and of course, you know like as a week ago Kevin Feige is trying to convince Disney to go back to square one and make a new deal with Disney, 
It's not entirely clear how successful it will be, but we know we do know he tried the same thing when James Gunn was fired, and in that instance, the director was brought back into the folds month after his initial departure. So, I feel like that there could still be a deal made at this point. They have time. I think that initially, I think it's like, well, you, we want this. Well, you can't have it. Well, fuck you. We're going to leave. Regardless of who said what, I think that if they both were like, you know what, I'm not... No, it's like two parents, two divorcing parents fighting over their kid. Who's going to get custody of their kid? Right. You know, and it hurts everybody in this case. You know, um, uh, here is an article that says, this is a week ago, Sony was reportedly willing to give Disney 25% of the franchise. Um, Deadline is blah, blah, blah. Uh, 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 Fucking ads. Mm -mm. So... You know, the, I'm saying if, if if someone was willing to do that, I mean, like there you go, like like what's five percent at this point, like like between right. twenty five to thirty percent, like if if you know if it was thirty percent that they wanted, it was twenty five, like then take it, like you know, it's just like it's it's more than you were getting at the you know at the one point, you you know you 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 are still going to make money off of this, and you know right. and, and you're going to have a character that you can use that could carry on in the in the MCU. That'd be great. Plus, you're helping Sony out because you know, sure, with continuing helping them out, you that you help out the whole thing, like the 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 whole universe. Because if the because if I'm telling you if that movie bombs, then it's just like that's going to hurt. Right. If if whatever Spider Man you're or whatever Spider Man movie comes after this, if it doesn't do well, everyone's going to be looking at Sony going, "You should have done the deal." Right. It's it doesn't matter. It does not look it. It'll look great. It'll be great for Sony if the movie's a hit. And let's face it, the third Spider-Man movie will make money. But if it will, if it's not like critics seem to like the movie on both both versions. Oh, I I I I don't think let's the thing like unless the movie's really good, it's not it's not going to I don't think it's going to make money. Like Really? Yeah, I I I think unless they have it like perfectly planned out and everything was everything's perfect. Yeah. It's, it's got it and every, everything's got it perfect. Just, In this article that was a week ago it uh, says here um Disney's aforementioned 50 50 request has been the narrative's main pillar. However, Variety explained that Sony Pictures Tom, chief Tom Rothman was willing to offer up t- upwards of 25% of the franchise and officially welcomed Disney as a co-financing partner in exchange for Feige's creative service that Disney declined. What's strangely frustrating about this whole endeavor is that even the two companies are unable to salvage a new film deal, the characteristics of the original negotiations with Disney owning all licensing rights to the superhero mean that Spider-Man can and will more than likely still appear in Disney World, but not in the MCU. With that said, Disney is rumored to be making a new deal with Sony before D23 this weekend that could potentially see Venom join the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and as and that clock wa- quickly winds down to sure to check we got it covered for updates. Blah, blah, blah. Um, a part of me is just like really you couldn't like you know what here's the way I feel about it do it just for get the trilogy done Mm -hmm. you know and then fuck it I don't care what happens after that like keep the team down keep the there's a story arc that you 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 are halfway through right you know or two thirds through with this with the end of the second movie like you left with this cliffhanger of a holy shit what's gonna happen next for Spider-Man and I feel like it would involve MCU characters. It would have to, you know, to some degree. But now it's like, just get that third, get that one in the can, and then 
bitch and moan and try to work out another deal. Just get one, get the trilogy done, mm-hmm. you know. But it's uh, it's it's frustrating because it's one of those things where you get can't we all just get along? Well, the, the the thing you have to take away from this whole thing is the fact is is that we saw something in our lifetime that I thought would never happen. Sony and Mar uh, Sony and Disney working together to bring this character between the two worlds, basically. Yeah. And I and and, and, and you know, years ago when we first started this podcast, you know, that was something that we I think we've joked about a couple times. Right. Like, you know, like you'll there, never... I always said there was enough money to go around, why can't you all fucking play nice? Exactly. You know. And they did. And it was just like, wow, like they, they actually it actually worked out. Uh-huh. You know, and it was just like why can't you continue that? Like, like, why can't you know? Like, 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 why Disney can't just take five percent? Like, you know, like I think. Right. And then Sony going, all right, offer them a counter offer that was yeah. more doable, and that was just like okay, you know, and like, like it's like Disney go just to take it, just just take the money because, you know, you, yeah. I know you're not going to hurt, but you're hurting us, like you know. Right. Like, well, that's because let's face it, corporations don't give a rat's ass about its employees or its market. Yeah, they don't. As long as they're making money, that's all they care. Disney's like, you know what? They can they can afford to walk away from Spider Man because they have all the money. You know, Sony can afford to walk away with with Spider Man with from this deal because they still own Spider Man. Right. They're willing to take that chance. They're like, fuck it. If it doesn't work out, we'll just reboot the series again yeah. for the fourth time. You know why? Because we're Sony and we own the rights and we can do whatever the fuck we want to. Yeah, it was, that partnership was great, and you know it, it was sweet. We made a lot of money off of that, off of the back of Kevin Feige and Marvel and Disney. But now we think we know what we're doing, and now we're going to distance ourselves from that, and we're going to go fresh. Here comes the Venom Two, and we got the Morbius movie, and don't forget Tom Holland's still on the hook for two more movies. The director, not so much, you know, but we can probably work out a deal with him because you know he did already did two great movies. Yeah. So we can probably work out a deal. We have the video game. Disney doesn't own the video game. We do. You know, so there's there's both companies don't really hurt in the end. Yeah. I think that so I think Sony has more to lose than Disney only because I feel like if like you're right, like if the next movie doesn't do as well, people are going to be looking at the Sony going, "Dude, why the fuck didn't you stick with the deal?" Like, yeah. why didn't you work out a deal? You could have you Stock will drop. Disney stock doesn't matter because they'll fuck you. Yeah, we don't. What we got Disney Plus coming out in two months. That's that's and that's the, that's the thing because a couple times Disney stock has dropped a few times here and there. Sure, but it's going way up again because it's yeah. like you know like oh wait we we fucked up here oh but we got Disney Plus yeah. like shiny some shiny hey, some shiny. If you buy three years, it'll if you buy for a total of three years, you'll get you know a, a year free. Rate, yeah, you know? and it's, it's just like, like yeah, they're geniuses. They know. They know how to play the game, and they have so many. Their hand, their tentacles go out in so many different places sure. now that, like, if you fuck up here, if you fuck up with movies, you can always bring up, right. you know, like this. Sony doesn't have that luxury. Yeah, it and, do, they don't. And and that's that's. I think someone needs to sit down and go. Okay, well, what was your plan for Spider Man? Because some of the stuff that you want to incorporate doesn't involve the MCU or even the touch of it, like. Where, like the writers right now are going to be sitting there going, wow, everyone kind of liked that happy Aunt May storyline. The two of them, were they worked well together on screen. They were cute, and it made Pete feel uncomfortable, which added more humor to it. And yeah. Now we can't have him, and we can't have him. How are we going to explain him not being there now? Right. You know, 
How are we going to explain that suit that he's wearing? Because we everyone knows where he got it from. He made it on a plane that was from Tony Stark. What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with that suit now? Because now you don't own that suit now, do you? Yeah. You own the character, but not what he's wearing. Uh, oh, we didn't think about that. Exactly, you didn't think about that. I can tell you, there's a shit ton of fans that are probably going. You can't do this. You can't do that. And you can't do this. What are you going to do, Sony? And Disney's like, yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Sooner and right now, Sony's probably Disney's sitting there just waiting for the go, for the moment. They can go, yeah, you did all that, and where did it bring you? Back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> and Sony's just going to be like, shit. They are. Disney's inevitable. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Sooner or later, we all own. We we all give a little piece of ourselves to Disney. <laughs> Some more than others. Dev, some people go to that park every year, like you. <laughs> some people buy a shit ton of merchandise, like me. <laughs> you know, it's just, we are owned by the mouse. Yeah. And if you can admit that, you kind of live life a little happier, because you go, like, what does it what does make? They get my money either way. Right. Sony's going to get my money, regardless of who owns Spider-Man. I'm going to see that third film. I don't know how I feel about watching it. But I'm always in the back of my head going, I, I really hope they come up with another deal. See, that's that's the thing. Like, I think I think we, we, we need, like, a system where, like, it's, like, now accountability, like, kind of thing. Because it's like, oh, if you, if you don't like it, don't see it. How the fuck do I know if I won't like it if I don't see it first? Right. Like, like right. that's that's the problem. I'm like, and I'm like, what are you going to do? If I don't buy the DVD or Blu-ray of it or 4K of it, yeah, you're going to be... Yeah, my like, $10 doesn't mean shit to Disney or Sony. Right. It doesn't. It, it, it really doesn't. So, like, I can sit there and go, I'm not going to watch the movie on principle. That's great. Everyone else in the world is going to watch it. And your peer pressure, your ass, is going to get you in that seat. Yeah. Whether you're going to sit there and, like, we call it Justice League. It was either to sit there and go, oh, my God, this movie was a masterpiece, or go walk out and go, see, I told you it was going to suck. Right. You have to see it. So you're going to see that third movie. I, I really hope that there's enough time. There's enough time before they start production on that movie that maybe they'll they'll sit down and they'll hash it out again and they'll figure out a way to make it work again. I, I'm hopeful. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, I haven't seen, I haven't read them. I wish I did now because we were talking about. It. But I did see like a couple of times that people like, oh, they've made an agreement. They've come to a, an agreement. I, yeah, I heard that they were supposed to be making an announcement before the end of this week that they were that they came to some sort of another new short term agreement. I haven't seen anything like that. Yeah. You know, um, I, there was another interesting article which I thought was really fascinating. Was that um, apparently, well, for those people who don't know, we live in Pennsylvania, the Keystone State. And there was the Keystone Comic Con that came. Yes. Which Tom Holland was there. Yeah, right. Which I thought was weird because that fucker must have hopped on a plane from Florida and flew right up to Philadelphia because he was a D23. Yeah. No, 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 California. Oh, he was in California? Yeah, California. So he flew from Cali to be in Pennsylvania for the for the Keystone, which, again, kudos to that fucking kid, man. That's why I love him because he's willing to, you know... I thought that, when I met, that he was going to bail on Keystone, especially now that you had this... You, he, oh, it's bad blood because it's like everybody's asking that question, right? Like, what's well, he going shows, on? First of all, he shows up at D twenty three. He does, right? Um, and he, you know, he makes a, a couple of uh, statements. You know, not about. Let's see, I'm trying to think where where is it? La, 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 la. Uh, Tom Holland breaks his silence on Spider Man at D twenty three, which I was like, the fucker was there. He they could have canceled him. They could have at that point. He's like, what's the point of me being there? I don't work for the company. Yeah. 
Um, but he said in, uh, in shocking news that Disney Center reporter failed to reach a new deal to shatter Spider-Man movie rights, cast a shadow over this weekend's D23 Expo, where Disney is making numerous announcements for its upcoming movies and shows. Tom Holland himself took to the D23 stage to promote his upcoming Pixar movie Onward and received a deafening round of applause from the crowd, which gave him cheers of support. His quote was, it's been a crazy week, but I want you to know that I'm grateful for the bottom of my heart and I love you 3,000, Holland said at the close of the presentation. Um, Holland has been mum on the Spidey split since the news broke, so this is the first words we've heard from the actor. The crowd cheered wildly for Holland when he took the stage, and there was many surges of screams and applause every time he did. Well, anything. It was obvious that Holland wasn't going to address the spider in the room, but it was plain, it was plain to see that the crowd had his back and that he was sincerely appreciative of it. Numerous celebra- celebrities were attending the D23 of had been asked away on the Spider-Man hubbub anyway. Um, far from home's John Favreau said he's cautiously optimistic that Disney and Sony will work things out and Spider-Man will continue to be part of the cinematic universe. While D3 couldn't help but notice that Disney was still using images of Spider-Man and several promotion materials across the convention center. Um, but that was that weekend. Like I'm like, when the fuck did he show up on stage? Because I knew he was supposed to be in Philly to do the Keystone thing. Yeah. And I initially thought, okay, well, he'll probably you know cancel. And why wouldn't he? He's got every reason to cancel, yeah. right? He, he, he This controversy is going on. He's you know sitting there, and he's like, I, I don't want to fucking show up. You know he's going to be asked a million times. Yeah. Hey, what's up going? What's going on Spider-Man? Like, he's got something to say. Right. Like, he's like... Uh, the poor kid is basically just a paid a actor. He's a paid actor. He's not sitting in that boardroom going, Disney, Sony, I think we can work out a deal here. Right. You know? Um, but Spider-Man audiences at Keystone Comic Con were asked to avoid talking Sony Marvel deal to avoid messing up contract discussions. All right? While D3 may have been a big event this for the weekend, Keystone Comic Con was able to land a panel with Tom Holland, amazingly in the midst of the whole falling out debacle with Sony and Disney. What's interesting was before the panel, audience were not asked to were not were asked not to ask about the Sony Marvel deal for a very specific reason. Uh, talking to the Philadelphia Inquirer, attendee Nicole Emma said it was kind of odd to be told not to ask about it, but then have them ask it in the interview. Um, the answer he gave was so scripted, I think they're still working on it. It almost was almost literally word for word what he said at D23. In a tweet, Emma also said the decision to ask the audience was so it wouldn't mess up any contract discussions. Um, guys, I was here's the tweet. Guys, I was they just told us we can't ask questions about the whole Sony Marvel thing so we don't mess up any contract discussions that will be announced within the next few days. Huh. Knowing that Holland is notorious for press slip-ups, it would make sense that the audience would not be asked not to ask any Sony Disney questions. At least Holland dropped something big. If anything, it gives fans a lot of hope that Sony could stay in the MCU. After a whirlwind last week, rumors have been coming out and negotiations are finally looking better. Of course, we could just take all this with a grain of salt. The way Holland is talking, he's hopeful about Spider-Man moving forward without the MCU. A lot of people are also slowly accepting defeat when it comes to the issue. But if James Gunn could come back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, then having Sony and Disney bury the hatchet may not, may not be so impossible. <laughs> uh, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, wow. So well, here's the, here, This is the angle I'm going to go with this on this all one. All right. If I was at Keystone Comic Con, uh-huh. I'd be asking. If they told me not to ask, 
That's the first question I'm going to ask. I'll be like raising my hand or running to that mic. <laughs> See you, Sarah, in the Star Wars. Yeah, what do you guys say? <laughs> What's up with the Sony deal? I mean, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, like hit him, like, ooh. really think of think of the way of the question and really make him flub and and screw it up and and give us what what we really need to know. Yeah. Because it's just like, how can you not? Especially Philly. I mean, like, <laughs> like, come on. We here at Philly. <clears throat> we're we're the we're we're a holes. <laughs> we're assholes. Yeah. yeah I mean. Let's 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 just put it out on the table. I mean, I I don't know. See, I kind of feel like I would be where I personally, I, me of all people, would sit there and keep your mouth shut because yeah, because no, you're you're a tool. I'm a tool, right? Because I also think too, what if he says the wrong thing and he nixes himself out of the Spider-Man deal completely? Like I like the kid. I think he's great. I think he's good. He's he's a solid actor. I think he does Spider-Man the character of Spider-Man justice. I want to keep. They him. don't deserve him. As Spider-Man, oh, is what they're going okay. through. That's what they, that was, like think because he's too good. Yeah, give me back my son. <laughs> <laughs> he's too good of of an actor. They're playing this part, like you know, like going, like you know what? Yeah. Well, fuck Sony then, because it's just like yeah. I'm sure, I think Disney is the one who kind of said we want this kid. Yeah, and then, and it's just like well, you know, like Sony Sony's going to try and reap off the benefits of what they what what. Disney set him up. Right, and so you think no, Tom should be like, you know, fuck you, fuck Sony, and just walk away from it all. Say you don't deserve me if you can't if you can't have me at my Disney, you can't have me at my Sony. (laughs) But I'm thinking like like I don't think like like I know certain actors like they fuck him, we're out, he's out because of what's going on. Right, like I, I like because it's like. It still could happen that way. We might not get Tom Holland in the next Spider-Man movie. You're right. Like, just because he's on the hook doesn't mean they use him for it. You're right. You, you know, can like, sit out, they can sit there and go, okay, well, we're not going to do a Spider-Man movie. We're going a completely movie. different way. We're going to do a reboot now. Yeah. You're out, Tom Holland, because we need a new kid now to do this. But we got you signed on, for, so we'll, 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 we'll buy you out of your contract. Right. And we'll, we'll give you X amount of dollars for, you know, for your contract, and you can be free to go and we got this new kid who everyone seems to not know and that's great for us cuz you know he's going to start in venom too right you know and then that, that's the, that's that's what you're going to get like it's it's just it's you 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 don't know what Tony's got planned up their sleeve and they say go any which way and then the the thing that sucks about most about this fact is, is that Tom Holland's in the middle of this like a pawn. Sure, and he's being think, pulled both ways. But like ways. I said, oh, I would have been, I would have been like, yo, like, you know, like <laughs> I had a question. It's not Sony related. What's up with Sony? <laughs> like, I, like, I'm not going to ask anything about your deal. What's up with that deal? <laughs> Come on, you can tell me. It's just between us, between you, me, and a room full of people. Come on, tell me. <laughs> Tell me, Tom. Tom, I need to know. Tom, please tell me. I'll be like, record this. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Here in a Geekster exclusive, we got three. <laughs> He's like, everything's fine. I love We're working live. for Sony. We're going to live these three, this through Twitter and Facebook right now. Yeah. So, it's, oh, look, Tom, I know, I don't know. Like, if you could pick, if 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 you were parents were divorced and you were asked who would you want to live with, would you want to live with your mommy or your daddy? And in this case, being Sony's your mommy and Disney's your daddy, who would you really want to live with? <laughs> <laughs> who do you want to go with? Would you go? You want to spend the rest of your life with mommy, or do you want to spend spend the rest of your life with Disney, with daddy, daddy <laughs> Disney? Because he can buy you a nice, shiny, shiny things. <laughs> he gets you. He gets you to play with all the toys. Yeah, not just your toys. You know, you get all the toys. Uh, what do you? Pick Holland, pick Tom. Come on, Tom, 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 Tom. Pick, 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 pick. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think that they sooner or later 
they'll I think they'll hash it out. As I do. You know, I hope so. I hope you're right. I really do. I want to be hopeful about this, but again, the problem is I, I'm, I'm, society, really surprised, I'm really surprised that you're helpful about this, by the way. I am. Right, I right. am. I'm hopeful because I want... Because you usually... You I'm usually, usually the, the cynic. Like, this ain't going to work. Well, gonna... see, here's... Because the reality of it is, is that our society sucks. Yeah. And I'm going to be glass half full about this, but in the moments known as you snap and whatever comes out on social media next, it's going to pull away from the Sony... It's like... it. Our society is a bunch of... A room full of kittens... And and you are the string. At any minute of time, the attention can get focused on something else. Like, what else is going on this week? Let's see. There's a hurricane going on in Florida. Yeah. You know, people are bitching about, you know, the Star Wars trailer dropped, you know, so with Ray wielding a red switchblade lightsaber. What the fuck's that shit going on? Sony who? Spider-Man what? Who cares? December's right around the corner. We got Ray wielding a double-bladed lightsaber. What the fuck's that? <laughs> you know, like Spider-Man. What? I don't. What were we talking about? I don't know. Did you see that trailer? Yeah, I did. It was fucking awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, I did. What? And then we just in a snap, we just forget. You know, it's just that the world just. You know, it's like, oh, look over here now. Yeah, ooh, something shiny, something shiny over here. Yeah, like, oh my god, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be huge. Hey, and Spider-Man standing, going, hey, remember me? And no, no, sorry. What did you hear? Something? No. And Sony's going, hey, suckers. And now we can do whatever we want to do because they don't care. You know, like, hey, oh my God, that's Sony Disney plan. Did you hear Disney was going to give you an extra free year if you bought two years in advance? Like, <laughs> oh, what? Huh? Yeah, huh? I'll do it. I'll do it. Sure. What? Spider Man? What? I don't remember. What were we talking about? Exactly. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and yet, there's some people being like, please, just, just give us, just give me one more film. I'm not asking for you know the two films that Hollands signed up for. I, I feel like give give the one more. Just give me one more with you know with the setup. Like Tom asking. I yeah. want to see how this this fleshes out. You know now he's on the run. Spoiler. You know everyone knows who he is. Spoiler. I don't care at this point. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like everyone knows. So how do you do it? You know. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a nice soft reboot if you think about it. Now he can't rely on any kind of Stark technology to make a suit because he's on the run. <laughs> but you know, I think you're supposed to use the spoiler for first. Fuck, I don't care. Then, because here, here in my head, this is what you could do. Like in my head, before this all came out, you have the, the multiverse thing with Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. You could, which brings Mephisto, in, which hopefully could bring Mephisto into the Marvel Universe, right? Right. He's a key part of rebooting Spider-Man. Yes. You know, in the whole, like, you know, take away the fact that, you know, there's the moment, brand new day, where he works at a deal where after the events of Civil War, people forget who he is. Mm. You know, but the sacrifice is his relationship with MJ. Right. You could theoretically, by the third movie, have this option, you know, where you know he's on the run, and all of a sudden a character from the MCU pops up and says, "I can work out a deal. We work with me, kid." And then you could figure out like a deal when everything snaps back. Snaps as a joke, you know. Yeah. But you know, you can a whole world can forget that you are Spider-Man, you know, and then you can be back to being anonymous. But everyone forgets that you're Spider-Man. Yes. You know, your relationship with Mary Jane is over. Your relationship with Ned is done. Not as far as your relationship as friends, but he can never know. Because the moment he knows, a bigger problem. You know, like, you could, you could work on that. 
That could be Spider-Man 3 now. It could be. could be, but I don't think it will. No. No, I don't. I don't think at all. Anyway, you got anything else to add to Ed? No, no. Yeah. I got stuff, but I'm, I'm going to wait. Oh, okay. Are we going to wait till next week's stream? Yes. Okay. All right, well. Because I got to see if something's true anyway. I got to oh, do some okay. research. But... You're, you're doing some research, huh? Yes. Pan it out. All right. Is it any, has it anything to do with Spider-Man Sony? No. Oh, okay. It has something to do with, with a Marvel character. Oh! That you, that you mentioned in the past. In a, 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 a would, you, would you like to tease it? Uh, Jared Leto. Oh, so Morbius? Yes. Oh, okay. There's All something right. about that I want to talk about later, but uh, right. I, I don't I don't want to say it yet because it just, I just found some information today and I don't know if it's true or not, so I want to oh, find out for okay. sure. Well, and, and there's some other, some other stuff Star Wars related that I want to talk about next week. All right. Week, but, well, uh, tune in next week, folks. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, if you haven't, go to Geekster's Facebook page, Geekster Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And of course, if there's anything you want to add to the discussion, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior! That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!